What is up, homies? Welcome back to another episode of the Chexkins Podcast from Heroes Reforged. This is a little bit of a special episode because uh, in the coming weeks... Most of us are going to be gone. We out. <laughs> uh, Two thirds of the team. L- will be gone. Literally tomorrow, after the day of recording this, Hector is getting on a flight and going to Australia. Good day. Mm. How long are you going to be there? Uh, for eleven days. Yeah. 11 Don't days. stalk me. And then when I get back, you're jet setting off. No. To- in the middle of you being gone. Yeah, you're jet setting off to? To Europe. Europe. Yep. Yeah. Don't, don't stock them. And I'll be gone for two weeks, so you're going to be the only one here. <laughs> I'll be running the ship, baby, yeah. not making any content whatsoever. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. Hang on. We yeah. do have a bunch of stuff banked that's going to be coming out. Fun mm-hmm. stuff that we've been watching TV shows and reacting to. And then we have a, when's the cooking special coming out? Don't ask me. Why? Why not? <laughs> Because I became ready for my own trip, so I okay, got a lot going on. Okay, that's fine. All right. Well, then, <laughs> some point in relax. June. Relax. Hey, when Adam gets back, or <laughs> yeah. before Adam Maybe leaves, before. We'll whatever. See. Maybe whatever. before Adam leaves, who knows? Yeah. It's I'm a very gone. special one. We want to take our time with it, so yeah, yeah it's but, fine. But we have some stuff that we're going to be doling out, yeah. releasing I over mean, the next month. We watched, we watched so much stuff. We watched the entire first season of House of the Dragon. Yeah. We watched all four Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. We watched Spider-Verse. Yeah. We watched yep. Batman and Batman Return. So we got yep. YouTube reactions coming soon. Yeah. And, you know, Patreon so. stuff. Like mm-hmm. it, there's, there's, there's quite a bit to watch. Mm-hmm. Quite mm-hmm. a bit to watch for people. And then as soon as, um, well, I think you guys are probably going to end up doing the first episode of Secret Invasion without me. Probably. But as soon as I get back, I get back the day that the second episode drops. Yeah. Right. So I'll get back and then we'll do a recording of the second episode and then right we'll, be, we'll be back to business. But it's going to be like a little bit of a chaotic June for us because, you know, trips are overlapping and stuff. So. Look, we're calling this the mid-season break. There we go. <laughs> mid-season and- break. And then when we get back, July, that's Comic-Con, baby. We're yeah. hitting it hard. We're hitting yeah. it. We have Hort. plans. We're going to be in San Diego. Yeah, 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 this yeah, time yeah. for real. Not unlike <laughs> Star Wars Celebration, where we were yeah. like, no, we can't. But also, unlike Comic-Con last year. Last year, Comic-Con was a bust, too. Yeah. Because I got uh, we COVID. had a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. So but we all couldn't time, be there. I'm staying at home two weeks before Comic-Con. <laughs> I'm serious. So just I'm to make it. sure. I believe just to make it. sure. Yeah. Get COVID. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to see all that stuff, definitely check out the Patreon. All that stuff is, you know, yeah. on there. Plus, like, so many things that we've been watching outside of that. And you know what else is, in case people aren't aware, too, on our Patreon channel. Is it a channel? Website? What do we call it? Just Patreon. Patreon. Our just Patreon. on Patreon. Yeah. We have, because people have asked about this the past year or so. We also have like YouTube or cut down edited versions of our, mm-hmm. so it's like early access. It's yeah, like exactly. what eventually mm-hmm. we'll be on YouTube. Yeah. So if you're like, well, I would check out the Patreon, but I just don't have time to sit and watch an hour show with you guys right. and ha- and watch a video where I'm watching it along with you guys. And there'll be moments where just the three of us are like, you know, I don't have time for that. Give me the, you know, the meat and the potatoes, meat stuff, potatoes the, 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 good the meat stuff. and potatoes. Yeah. That's also on Patreon mm-hmm. and people our patrons get that early access yeah. before, I don't know when Game before of Thrones that's is a new getting thing. on YouTube. That's I don't a new know. thing, by the way. I don't know. Yeah, that isn't your thing. Yeah, so, yeah. We're trying to shake things up a little bit. Yeah. yeah and, there's, but, and there's, and you know, like we're, there's also some like potential experimental stuff with Patreon. We haven't decided whether or not we're going to implement it, but one of the cool things also that they, that we started doing that they gave us access to in the last couple months is your billing doesn't automatically renew on the first. So if Thank you sign up on the 15th, mm-hmm. it won't renew on the first, it'll renew on the 15th of the right. following month. Because right. we noticed that we had yeah. some drop-offs at the beginning of the month, and it makes sense because people have a lot of bills at the beginning of the month that need yeah. to pay. So it was. It's hopefully, I think it'll 
make people feel more comfortable yeah. to want to join and stick yeah. around because, um, you know, the 15th or the 20th might work better for a lot of people. I think the first cycle of that is already run through. Mm. So most patrons should already have known like, that by now. Yeah. But yeah, for yeah, new yeah. people, yeah. that's that's it. That's mm-hmm. that's what's up. That's so guys, this is, our, this is our last episode for like a month. Yeah. yeah. What are we going to talk about? So w- last episode, we <laughs> promised that we were going to finish... All the patron questions that we did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good, There's, good. like, a lot of them, so mm-hmm. I feel like we should focus on that first, and then we'll get into, like, a little spoiler, non-spoiler okay. review of... Uh, we watched crazy. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse oh, tonight. Man. Holy man. shit. I only, have, man. I only have one bad thing to say about it, and I think it's the same thing you're saying. <laughs> and wait until, wait until we, we get we, to that. We tried really hard to um, get into as many screenings as we could before we, all, we were all going to leave. And our hope was that in this episode, we'd be able to do The Flash and Transformers and Across the Spider-Verse. But, yeah. you know, some of those screenings are not happening. They didn't happen before this recording. Yeah. And because you're leaving literally tomorrow, we cannot. There's this only night we can record. So yeah. mm-hmm. reviews for those movies will probably come as, like, we start coming back. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm, by the end of mm-hmm, July, mm-hmm. by the end of June and stuff. So I'm super stoked to see Transformers and The Flash. And I was super excited to watch this movie. Quick review, because I'm the only one that saw it. Uh, the New Little Mermaid, pretty good. Oh. <laughs> oh, you did see yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. And go see it in 3D. 3D, pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Turns out, James Cameron was right. 3D underwater shit is cool. It's cool. So any movie yeah. that mm-hmm. deals with underwater should and be it's in 3D, 3D it yeah. should be. It should be in 3D. <laughs> it's like Finding Nemo. It's like it's like cool. It's, okay. It feel like you're underwater. Give us what you thought was cool about it mm-hmm. and if there was anything that didn't work. Because I'm very sure. curious. I haven't heard... I'm staying you, off of you, Twitter. Are you a big Little Mermaid animated fan? Little Mermaid was my first crush as a kid. Well, then, so you sh- <laughs> then you should go see it. Here's, here's what worked for me. Yeah. Um, Hallie Bailey mm-hmm. as Ariel, mm-hmm. she's like wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's got some pipes. She has a hell of a voice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, very funny. Okay. Had a couple of moments that were like genuinely, my girlfriend Spooky? and I were like, not spooky, but like funny. We're like, oh, oh okay. this is great. Because Ursula's such like a, you know, she's so... Over the top, over the top, baby. Yeah. You know, this yeah. really fun, like delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What 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 worked for me? Sebastian was very funny. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. uh, um David Diggs. From oh, okay. Hamilton. Yeah. Is okay. Playing. And uh, he's rumored to be be the front runner for the thing mm-hmm. in the Fantastic Four movie, which is awesome. Okay. Um. I think he's Jewish, which is like the only thing I care about. The thing, whoever they cast as the thing, I'm like, he's got to be Jewish. He's got to be a Jewish person. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um. He was really funny, and when the designs came out for Sebastian, everyone yeah. was like, "That's ugh!" Like because obviously the animated characters Sebastian Flounder, the non-human, mm-hmm. you know, scuttle—they look like cute Disney characters. They're appealing, yeah. Right. And when you see the live-action still, and yeah. like the Flounder fish that's voiced by Jacob, Jacob Tremblay, Tremblay yeah. you see these like photorealistic animals, and you're like, "That's ugh!" But then you watch the movie, and like the way they move, the the way they are animated, yeah. Um, plus the voice acting, plus yeah. the writing. It's fun. So if you're a big fan and you haven't seen the original Little Mermaid in a minute, rewatch that. I just saw it a day ago. Then go to the theater. <laughs> go. Go. Take your wife. Go yeah. see the new one. Mm-hmm. Go see it in 3D. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. Do I think it's better than the original animated movie? I don't think so. Okay. Basically, the thing that the things that like don't work for me are it was updated in certain ways, like enough. But story wise? Yes. Okay. But I still but it's still basically the original movie. Okay. And I still would have liked even more of a, I'll give you an example. I think one of my favorite, I like pitches for the live action Disney movies was Maleficent. 
because they're like, here's Sleeping Beauty from mm-hmm. the perspective mm-hmm. of the villain. Right, right, And right. it's Angelina Jolie. I was like, that's a slam dunk mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. I wish the execution was better. Yeah. But I love that idea. So I'm like, it's not that I wanted like more from like Ursula, or, but I'm like, if there were to be more changes to the original animated mm-hmm. version of the story, I think I would have been down for it. Or if okay. there were, if they were more to say, mm-hmm. does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like they still yeah, have yeah, some yeah. things in there and some strong points of view in the movie, but overall, um, like my, my girlfriend and I were like, oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. I thought it, it's not a, an amazing movie, but I thought it was better than it was like going to be again, compared to like Lion King, which I didn't love Aladdin, which I thought was doo-doo. Yeah. And so disappointed that yeah. they let my brown dude Aladdin down. I'm going to give it to Guy yeah. Ritchie. Really? You're going to give it to Guy Ritchie? <laughs> yeah. Of Oi. course. Oi, you're gonna give a you're gonna give street rat to guy. <laughs> anyway, can do you have was fun. do you have uh, your ranking of the live action? I don't. On your, oh, I you don't. don't. I don't. I don't. I need to figure out what the category because that goes all the way back to like, are we talking Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland? Does that no. count? Are we talking Glenn Close, Hundred One Dalmatians? Does that count? That's a live action. That's remake. what I would think. It would. Yeah. So actually, I yeah. need to I need to look at the it whole does. thing and maybe I'll do a ranking. But I do have a Little Mermaid franchise ranking. I don't know if you care about that. <laughs> No, I want to see. You want to know where Little Mermaid a, 2 Return the to the Sea falls? Here's the thing. How about Little Mermaid 3 Ariel's no, Beginning? I've I watched want, both I of them. I want you They're to rank good. Aladdin, The Return <laughs> of Jafar, and Prince of Thieves. I should do that. I should do and the Aladdin Bambi franchise. And then Bambi 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> I think there's only two. <laughs> there's got to be a 3. Bambi 2 was dope. I didn't see Bambi I didn't like Cinderella 2, but Cinderella 3 was pretty good. We got to see talking those straight to VHS releases ranked. Because I just watched The King of Thieves and it's actually pretty rad. Is it? I don't, Aladdin I King of Thieves is uh, pretty rad. Return of Jafar. That one's it, horrible. It's bad. Horrible. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. horrible. You need uh, to. Re- okay, you know nah, how we've been hyping know. up animation <laughs> to you, yeah. Adam? Don't watch these. Yeah. <laughs> these are bad. <laughs> these are dookie. So, did you ever watch, like, you know how they Aladdin had a, a Saturday morning cartoon? Did he you does ever not watch know that? This. He does not okay. know this. Little Mermaid so they had, had one too. Yeah, Little Mermaid, Aladdin. There was also like really? a Dumb and Dumber. There was a Mask uh, Saturday well, morning I, cartoon. I love the Mask. Okay, so do you remember how crappy that animation was? Kind of. They yeah. did that for Aladdin, right? Oh. So they like took the genie. Right. Actually, the voice of a, of the genie in Return of Jafar is the dude who does Homer, Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, Dan, oh, Dan really? Castellaneta. Yeah, but they brought he, back Robin Williams for the third for the one. third one, and he brings oh, the really? heat again. Yeah, so he does. Wow. they gave they gave the movie Aladdin to the Return of Jafar, yeah. a zero dollar budget. Yeah, it's rough. Didn't man. hire any of the voice Such actors except bummer. for Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. And oh, he, yeah. He kind of carries that terrible movie. <laughs> kind of carries that terrible yeah. movie. And then they were just like, Jafar comes back. Right? There's a and whole... Dude, honestly, bad. real talk, I would not be a... Po- you know how we, we're watching old movies? Mm-hmm. I am not watching old movies. No, 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 no. Don't hang watch on. those. Don't waste <laughs> hang your time. Hang on a second. I still believe that it is a awesome journey to go through and actually watch every one of the disney animated movies starting with snow white oh, the original sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. but even yeah. to go through the history and to like to, to as an adult to watch snow white to watch mm-hmm. pinocchio mm-hmm. yeah watch yeah. the evolution like, watch the evolution to watch yeah. bambi which you think is like okay it's cutesy bambi's yeah. like badass that Bam- movie's fucking dark listen like not just the you know like there are moments in each of these movies. pinocchio's yeah. fucked up you guys been to disneyland yeah, you know absolutely yeah. pinocchio's you know what's great crazy. i haven't seen most of them that's what i'm saying what if we in the same way that we're like it's, oh a new Indiana Jones movie's coming out. Let's watch all the indies. Or right. you hadn't seen Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah. Great yeah. excuse to go back and watch those. Yeah. What if we eventually just started to cross off that list? Because you know, once I think we that's get a good idea. once we get into like the forties and fifties yeah. during World War II, they had like they also had no budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Walt Disney 
fucking colonialists started going to Latin America. Yeah. And too, they were like, yeah. saludos amigos. And yep. that's a fun one. Tres caballeros. <laughs> we got to start. We should watch some of those. Actually, I love Tres caballeros. That yeah. was like the VHS I had on repeat yeah. as a kid, right? So that was like my yeah. introduction because I had never seen a Disney movie that talked about Mexico and yeah. I was obsessed with it. Because yeah. I was like, oh my God, Panchito's the best. Yeah. Um, There's but some good stuff there. It's interesting to watch how incredible the animation is yes. for the time. That's the, it's, it's history class. I just rewatched Cinderella and it's just insane. It's like, film it's, history. Cinderella's great. Yeah. Rewatching like the animation techniques and like everything so, they did to make that movie look absolutely but, beautiful. Before yeah. we started insane. recording, Adam said that he's never seen the original Little Mermaid animated. Yeah. At least film. I don't remember watching sure. it. Sure. And maybe That's you fine. did. Yeah. But again, even when I watch it as a kid, you don't see everything that they're doing. Yeah. And then, especially after you've gotten older and like you and I, Augustine, we've yeah, kind of yeah. studied animation and you go back and revisit some of those and you're like, oh my God, they're incredible films. Yeah. Look at all that they're doing. It's so, it's so, so great. Yeah. I think going through the list of all of like the Disney animated feature films, yeah. which their most recent one was uh, Strange World. Yeah. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. up to number 53, 54, something like that. Yeah. Like I forget what number they're on. Um. And the new one that's coming out is going to be called Wish, which looks really oh, good. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm boring you, Adam. No, the no, point no, no, is, no, no. We'll no, turn no, no. My, my sound my on sound <laughs> my watch off. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. we have to introduce you to the master, Glenn Keane, dude. Yes. Glenn Keane has put out some of the <sighs> best animated Didn't things Didn't we watch ever. something from Beauty and the Beast? I don't know. I, I think so. I Maybe. think so. Right. And here's the other thing, too. The, I, the reason I like actually watching them in release order from like Snow White to, to, you know, up through the decades. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we could go and watch an animated movie like Frozen, which I think is great. If you, if the three of us watched Frozen and then you go back and try to watch like Dumbo, it does kind of rough. Yeah. It's, you're like, oh, yeah. this isn't yeah. that impressive. But yeah. then you remember, no, dude, they're drawing every page. <laughs> yeah, literally. So animated yeah. on one. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like, yeah. I like the film history. Yeah. I, I think that would be a worthwhile thing to, at times when we're not busy watching other stuff, throw some of that in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's all idea. on Disney Plus. It could be idea. if it's appealing to you guys. Let us know in the comments if it's something. Where you're, <laughs> if you're watching this right now, and you're like, I never saw a Sword in the Stone or whatever. Like, you know, watching Listen, along with us could be. They'll give us some good stuff to do during the writer strike. There you go. Because there's not a lot of shit coming out. Yeah, there. Right? and that answers like, our first question. What are you going to do <laughs> <laughs> during the writers during the writers uh, and director strike and yeah, actor strike? Yeah. And I think I, I would also be interested in watching. Uh, I know not not all of them have been remade in live action, but to watch the Live action counterparts to see how they hold up. That's what I'm saying. As soon as you start getting into, because you know, eventually, what's her name? Rachel Zegler. She's mm-hmm. playing Snow White. Yeah. yeah. That's coming out next year or the year after or something. Something like that. Really curious about that. But once you get through, like, I never saw the Tim Burton Dumbo. I still I haven't seen either. that. There's I, a Tim Burton Dumbo. Yeah, Michael Keaton, Danny like DeVito. 2019. In it. Colin yeah. Farrell's in it. Apparently, it's pretty good. Apparently. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So, like, yeah. if we, the three of us, decided let's start watching these Disney movies and then we hit one that has a live action remake, yeah. Yeah. we should watch that too. Yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. not really doing compare. the straight to VHS releases. No, 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 no. Right. No. No. Unless well, Adam wants to. Quick question. If we one, watch. <laughs> one of my favorite Disney movies of all time is Lion King and a Half. Are we watching yeah. Lion King and a Half after Lion King 1? It's extra credit. Okay. If we like, if we watch Peter Pan and and Adam goes, I love that. Do they ever return to Neverland? We could be like, Yeah, dude, they do. <laughs> it's called do Return to Neverland. Yeah, <laughs> but we, it's not mandatory. It's not essential. Yeah, which live action movie do you pick though? If they, if any of them have done a a, a remake, yeah, Peter Pan. So, Peter Pan. We're getting ahead of ourselves. You Wendy, guys realize most Hook. of these live action remakes are for like the Renaissance, the Disney Renaissance, yeah, which is like true. that's in, in the nineties. Yeah, and we're yeah. talking. We have to start in nineteen thirty-seven. Well, no, Maleficent. Yeah. 
That's true. Well, that's Maleficent. 1950. Yeah. Sleeping Beauty that's is still, still like, yeah. or actually Snow, Cinderella Snow Sleeping Beauty. Snow White was the first. Well, Cinderella has a 1950. Movie. Yeah. Oh. Sleeping Beauty, I think was like 1955, yeah. 1957, something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Pinocchio, there's like 15,000 different versions. I know, but, but Adam, and, we're going to take an animation school. That's I haven't seen happen. that one yet either. There's a Tom Hanks played yes. Geppetto mm-hmm. Pinocchio. That's true, right. isn't it? Just came out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. And there's I a, need, there's and a, a Roberto Bernini version. I heard that one's not great. Weird. Don't yeah. watch that. There's a... Um, the Guillermo del Toro new yeah. version. Yeah, yeah, we could watch that. I still haven't seen it. We could watch it. But... Yeah. Yeah. If you want us to do that, it's kind of on you. There you Wait, go. On you. Who asked that question? We Nobody. Got Nobody. Question. We just brought that up ourselves. That's oh, I question. thought you said it was a question. No, I'm <laughs> fucking with you guys. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely interested. I I know that I have a lot of um, a lot of blind spots and a lot of because you it, know I and, primarily yeah. grew up on watching. If it was animation, sure, it was superhero animation. Yeah, which is great. X Men, Spider Man, Batman, and Superman. There's you know. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong, man. Yeah. There's even some Disney movies I haven't seen yet. I don't think I've seen The Black Cauldron. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Oliver and Company since like 1992. Yeah, I haven't seen you know Oliver and Company it's been in a, minute. a long time. Mm-hmm. been a minute. What else? I'm trying I to remember seen, what else I haven't seen. Um, I've never, I never saw Home on the, the Range. The Great Mouse Detective? I've seen some of that. I haven't. I don't oh, think that's, I, but it's a good one. That was I've a seen banger. The Little Toaster. Brave, Brave Little, Little Toaster. That ain't Disney. That that's ain't not Disney, Disney, but it's That's so a good one. Pretty good. Well, if you then want to you go get, down that route. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Then you go into like the <laughs> yeah. Don Bluth era, which is yeah. like The Land Before Time, and right. like All Dogs Go to Heaven. Anastasia. Rock-a-doodle. All these weird. Yeah. Five-O Goes West. They're weird. Great American. What was the first one? The first Five-O movie? Uh, American, American Tale? Tale. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great. Those are great. The Secret of Nim. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? We're back. Uh, a dinosaur story. Rock a doodle. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> that's that was one of my favorites. <laughs> and then you you watch these. You know what it reminds me of? I just read a thing. I watched Two Stupid Dogs and Cartoon Network. <laughs> Speaking of, I just read a thing about. Oh wait, Gendy. when's the last time you watched Fox and the Hound? That's gonna be a rough one it to is. watch. Have you seen Fox and the Hound? They did Adam? Fox and the Hound too. It's probably one of Disney's saddest movies. Yes, it is. Cool. It's emotionally devastating. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Cool. Cool. Sorry. Can't what were you saying, Gendy? Gendy Tartakovsky was just, uh, he came up We're going to rename this channel Gendy Tartakovsky channel. I think it was Craig McCracken, who's the creator of the Powerpuff Girls. He, he and Gendy, I think, went to CalArts at the same time. Mm-hmm. They graduated and started working at Hanna-Barbera as, it, as they were developing Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And Cartoon Network started to do its own original shows, not just reruns of Hanna-Barbera. That's where Two Stupid Dogs came from. Mm-hmm. But I think somebody said, oh, there's a story where like, as soon as these guys started to work at Hanna-Barbera, they had access to these old shows, mm-hmm. and Gendy was really excited. So he starts watching these old tapes of Hong Kong Fui. Oh yeah, and then was yeah. disappointed because he's like, "I gotta stop watching this. The show is so bad. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. hold up." Mm-hmm. And I think Craig McCracken told Gendy, or vice versa. I forget which one of them saw. I think Gendy watched it, was disappointed, mm-hmm. and then Craig McCracken or somebody told Gendy, "Okay, make the show that you thought you watched when you were a kid. Yeah. Oh, and that's what Samurai Dexter's Jack. Lab, right, right, right. Powerpuff okay. Girls, Samurai Jack, like basically, yes. Yeah. Like when you're a kid and you watch something like Hong Kong Fui. Yeah, your perspective is so different. You kind of think it's awesome, you know? And then you yeah. get older and you're like, actually, that show sucked. Yeah. Or you watch that. Here's, here's what I thought it that's was. That's how right. all the original anime, like the 80s and 90s shows He-Man, are though. They're really you know, hard. So I've been, yeah. I've been observing this because yeah. I'm on a nostalgia kick on my social media. Yeah. All the theme songs for the ep- for the cartoons that were bangers. I'm talking Gummy Bears, well animated, Darkwing Duck. Because that's the where they intro spent- to Beetlejuice. Yeah. Do you remember that intro? The Great. animated one, kind of. Yeah, yeah. it's batshit insane. It's animated awesome. beautifully. Yeah, but then you watch the show and it's 
garbage. Yeah, they it's had like $4 it's really to, hard yeah. to watch. Yeah, yeah. it's like right. you had eight dollars to animate a whole episode. <laughs> yeah. And like it the stories don't hold up. Rescue Rangers, amazing, beautiful theme, right? Yeah. I watched the first three episodes and I'm like, I can't continue watching this, this show. Yeah. DuckTales, yep. another one. Like mm-hmm. great intro. And I, I think I think there's something weird in that. Like we're still so attached to just sure. the theme song, sure. yeah. but not the episode. Sure. Like, I mean, <laughs> X Men is another. Like yeah. some of the stories yeah. are really good. You, here's some episodes thing. have really good here's animation, but that oh, intro is like for that. And I would argue some of Batman the animated series, but I think mm. on the whole, Batman yeah. the animated series was better animated. Oh yeah, by, and, and episode by episode, consistently. consistently. Yeah. But like. The th- cool thing about X-Men or like Spider-Man, the 90s cartoon show, is yeah, we remember the stories. Right. We don't remember the animation. Right. I remember. I remember the I mean, we do. <laughs> we do. But yeah. yeah, watching X-Men with you guys, there's so many moments where you're like, oh, they ha- don't have enough That's, money. Yeah. Oh, that From looks the, pretty good. Oh, this looks, this looks bad. <laughs> um, but then even like if you, you know, spend your childhood watching something like Goof Troop, mm-hmm. the payoff is, then they came out with a goofy movie, right. which I think has a great story and is beautifully animated. Oh, yeah. So it oh, holds yeah. up. It stands yeah. the test. Yeah, you know? that, but, that definitely does. And there are stands out, standouts yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah, are, yeah, yeah. are done really well. You know what? But for the most part, it was all bad. As a, as, as a little preview for what we're going to talk about in a minute, watching Across the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. I felt like, as we were watching it, I was like, this is what it felt like to read Spider-Man comics oh, when yeah. I was younger. Oh, yeah. And if I go back and read those Spider-Man comics now, they're different. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's that, this isn't actually that cool, especially comics from the 90s, yeah. which were, a lot of them were boo-boo, bad. But like when, you're, when I was a kid, I was like, the Clone Saga, this is fucking sick. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, and you watch it now, and they're kind of making fun of Scarlet Spider for that kind of same reason. Yeah. But um, that, that notion of like make the thing that you thought you experienced when yeah. you were a kid Back in the day—that's such a great creative note. Yeah, yeah, that's what every creative should be doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, I agree. what show did you think you watch? Is it what you know? Right. And that's make honestly that. like Transformers, the show from the '80s was probably okay, or GI Joe was okay, or Beast Wars. But the people who grew up with those, <laughs> and He Man's another great example. You yeah. know. They thought they were so awesome and oh, they yeah. held on to those characters. Mm-hmm. And then when they got to work on that property years later, they made that shit awesome. Like mm-hmm. Transformers Prime yeah. or E-Man Revelation or the whatever. The story you know. is there. And that's, Adam and I were talking yeah. about this yeah. in the car on the ride home. But yeah. we'll, that, that goes into the whole Spider-Man conversation. Let's knock these out. So yeah, let's knock these bad boys out because okay. I felt bad leaving a lot of these questions okay. out. Okay, from week. R. Brent Krim, you all usually have beverages with you while recording. So my question is, what is your go-to adult beverage? As a Kentucky native, bourbon is my regular, but uh-huh. some of the hard seltzers just hit right sometimes. Mm, a hard seltzer? Well, we know I'm, Hector's answer. I'm okay answer. with a hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with a hard I, seltzer. I've been getting into Ashland hard seltzers. Is that it? They're, they're like made in San Diego. Oh, I don't know okay. anything about them other than they're called Ashland. They're like mm-hmm. fruit flavored. Mm-hmm. Hard seltzer? Yeah, they're really that. good. It's like, basically like a soda with alcohol in it, but okay. they're good. Otherwise, I've been drinking a lot of wine in the last year. Mm. A lot of wine. <laughs> I like a light beer. Yeah. yeah, I do like a Corona. They're Hector, so you're a Blue Moon guy, though. I do like a Blue Moon. I know you shot love top. Blue Moon. Shot top. I like a shot yeah. top and yeah. a Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're an Applebee's like, boy. Like a, <laughs> sure, I like Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's go. Hey, fuck that. Let's go to Chili's. Let's go tonight. Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's go, go tonight Let's after go. this. Let's go. Let's do it. Lava cake. That's right, baby. Um. Uh, I, I'm also like a terrible uh, alcoholic connoisseur. I'll drink whatever wine, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I uh-huh. will pretty much have any kind of a cocktail or drink or whatever. But okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I feel like I'm pretty flex- 
The only thing is, um, I I have, I have to kind of stay away from red wine because it, what is it? There's like one ingredient in there that like makes that me, you're allergic to. Yeah, yeah, not totally allergic, but I mm. definitely have like a oh, reaction. I'm like, really? oh, I don't like this. Yeah, I have to stick yeah. with white wines. I like me any kind of wine. Mm-hmm. I think I can drink any kind of wine. Are you a tequila guy? Yeah, I like yeah. tequila. But my go-to drink is not a hard liquor. Yeah, what is it? I generally will just stick to a beer. And whenever I go to a brewery or something, I always ask for any kind of a brown or nut brown ale. Yeah, those are really good. Like, dude, like, give me like a peanut butter stout. Those are pretty mm-hmm. good. They can um, just be kind of heavy sometimes. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, they can be. Um, but I, what I like about that is you can get one drink and you're kind of set. set. You can set. You can sit with it because even yeah. if it warms up a little bit, it doesn't mm-hmm. taste bad. Right. 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 Some right. beers, like once they warm up, it's just it's it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But and uh, kind of a lot of those, which is nice. Yeah. I feel like I gotta have like three, I need to pound three four, four of these. No. Right. No, you don't need yeah. that. And like they're they're yeah. good on a hot day and they're mm-hmm. good, you know, chilling and hanging out with friends. So. Yeah, this I think is, that's my. This is gonna be a surprising thing for me to say, but I don't really drink that much beer anymore. We were talking about that yeah. earlier. And yeah, because you don't have access to Czech beer. Well, not, not only that, dark, but, but that's you know, a, that's a brown, I mean, that, brown one is, that one is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I, coming from San Diego, well, it doesn't matter where you come from. They have beer everywhere. But it's such a, like, beer city. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. And there's, like, so much beer all over the place. Yeah, because San, yeah, San Diego's boring, dude. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone goes, what are we doing? We're going out drinking? Let's go out drinking. <laughs> that's all there is to do is uh, drink beer. But I, I don't know. For whatever reason, I, I think it's also just, like, uh, beer just is heavy. It is, man. If you get older, that's yeah. where that's where beer belly comes from. You gotta <laughs> you gotta hone it in. That's why I like those stouts because it's like I'm I'm good with just one. I'm yeah, good. Here's with one. my thing. I'll gotta drive. I'm, I'm good with 39 one. Thirty nine years old. Yeah, I have to make the decision. Adam and I were talking about this earlier. 30, when I go 30 out, fine. Thirty ugly, looking Ooh, good. Ugly. Thirty five. No, so like thirty five. I have to make the decision if I'm gonna go yeah. out. I have to make the decision to either drink right. or eat because I can't do <laughs> both at the same time. Can't do both anymore. I can't do both at the same time because well, I feel sleepy. like I feel like my stomach gets all like extended and yeah. bloated, and I'm Turn just into like that okay. Willy Wonka kid. Yeah, I feel like and a your Gustus wife Gloop. has got to roll you out of like yeah. I feel it's like, like us when we went to sushi that assault. one night. Yeah. Yeah. Am I eating or drinking? Yeah. It's because it's just like okay, I can't do both. And then when I drink, it's like one beer. Mm-hmm. I had right. one beer while I was barbecuing a, a, a couple great. days ago, and I was like, "I'm this already, I'm already feeling kind of buzzed." That's yeah, it. that's all you need. Yeah. That's all Enjoy need. your youth. Don't go crazy. <laughs> Enjoy your youth. Have, and a, have a great time. <laughs> that's it. Um, from Justin De Cesare, Hector. I was a huge fan of 500 Greatest Film Podcast back oh, in the day. And I was wondering what my man Keller thinks of the latest phase oh. of the MCU as well as Ant-Man <laughs> and Guardians question. of the Galaxy Volume 3. He, li- he likes Guardians. Okay. He thought some of Ant-Man was funny, but he didn't love it. I watched it with him. You did? Yeah. Did you guys talk about it? So you know yeah, what he, he thought about it. Yeah, he didn't really enjoy the movie. Okay. Like, Ant-Man? Yeah, him and, him and Chelsea both walked out of there just like, eh. I remember afterwards he was like, Kang was cool, but now that's weird to talk about because it's Jonathan Majors. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right. oh, great. Yeah. Where like, do you go uh, with that character? <laughs> a highlight of that film and now it's um, weird to That's like... been such a topic of conversation yeah. to yeah. see. I'm so, Comic-Con is going to be interesting to see what they announce at their panel. Yeah. Or what they talk about. Yeah. Or don't announce. Yeah. Or, you know, I what don't the know. So they so, just put yeah. out at, because I frequent Disney quite often, they just put out a Kang pin. Mm-hmm. Cool. But it's Disneyland you frequent. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I frequent Disneyland. Yeah. It's like this big. Yeah. And it's a Kang pin. Yeah. But it's not exactly Jonathan Majors. It's mm. like the silhouette of a person who might look like Jonathan Jeez. Majors, but might not look like Jonathan you know Majors. Cra- it's, you know what's crazy is yeah. to think is like, are the merchandising people this on it? 
that mm-hmm. like they've already made some decision at the topest, highest, <laughs> uppity up, you know, yeah. like Kevin Feige has made change, some call. We'll pivot. And it's and the first person they call is like, we gotta call the pin people. Because it because it takes months. <laughs> the to, but you know what's no, messed right, up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That might people. be the yeah. case. Yeah. Right. That might be the case. Whole production line to, of yeah. pins going. That somebody as soon as something like that happens, that they go like, you know, oh, we gotta stop putting Ezra Miller's face on every exactly. flash thing. Let's do some cool gra- how's it. this? Let's do let's this. Change it. Let's focus on Keaton. Let's focus and, on and Keaton. That's, yeah. that's kind of telling as to like it's how they're trying to strategize approaching it's, it's this whole situation. It's cynical of us to even have that thought, but it might be the case. That's all I'm saying. Well, here's what I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Jonathan Majors was dropped by his PR company. I know. Yeah. Which yeah. is horrible because yeah. you pay a PR company to make stuff like this smoothed out. Right. Mm-hmm. If the PR company looked at everything, and they didn't drop him immediately. They <sighs> dropped him months after. If the If the PR company looked at everything and they're like, hey... We can't Listen, help you. We can't help you or, with this. You're not or, with us anymore. That's or, bad. Or, or That's I mean, really bad. as bad is if they sat down with this guy, yeah. Jonathan Majors, and they were like, okay, this is what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. This is what, you know, this is what you need to do. Right. How do we make that? Like, this is what yeah. we need to do to make this better. <clears throat> yeah. And Jonathan Majors is potentially such a sociopath that mm-hmm. he was like, no. Or yeah. he was like, well, yeah. this is how I feel. Right. And the PR people went, we have to get out of this. Go. Yeah. Yeah. How messed up is that? Either way, it it's not a good mm. thing. Yeah. It's not a good thing. And he was not paying chump change for his PR company. He mm. had the best of the right. best of the best working for him. Yeah. With honors. And so, yeah. So I feel, it's... I just I feel so bad it's for... It's tough, man. It's a really tough... And I, it's yeah. all speculative on our point. We don't sure. know any inside stuff, but just looking at it from the outside, it's got to be code red right now. At, yeah. At, at yeah. Marvel. I mean, sure. like, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't even imagine because it's like they have to, they have to stay involved in some way legally, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also yeah. I'm sure they're like creatively like, oh, we don't want to deal with But this. also like, what does something like this do to a legal contract? Like, is it? Does it break yeah. a legal oh, contract? That's a good point. I yeah. have to imagine right? that there's some like, kind of like. I, I can't imagine yeah. that. They wouldn't write something, some contingency plan in right. a contract right. where, like, if you get in trouble, break by the, the way, law or whatever. break the sure, law, sure, 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 get sure. convicted, or even like there's there's some level, yeah. that, right? Some level of control, like some meter that they have. Like if you if your meter crosses this line, right? Yeah, you're, your we're dropping void. you, and you have to agree mm-hmm. to this. And yeah. if you agree to that, then you know. Once again, all speculation though. We don't know shit. Yeah. We don't know Jonathan Majors. <laughs> we don't know what's happening at Marvel. We don't work so. on the Marvel legal team. Just, no, just, so. no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Noah G10 asks, what's up, guys? Two quick questions. First, will you guys ever do another rewatch of Iron Man 1? Maybe. And second, if you guys had an idea, who do you think is going to be the Thanos-like villain for the new DCU, or who do you think should be? You guys honestly rock, and love how positive you guys are, even with the negatives, if that makes I, sense, L-O. Thanks. I, I, I don't... Marvel and DC, they're so comparable. Yeah. But I don't want fandom to try to, like, uh, fall for that trap in uh-huh. a way i get you know what i mean like because i think i fell for that trap of like that i was that i was that i was thinking like dude dark side is their thanos yeah mm-hmm. dark side's got to be that apocalypse and dark side that's got to be the end game that's yeah. got to be and now i'm looking at like type of storyteller james gunn is mm-hmm. yeah the type of people they could potentially hire people like james mangold doing swamp thing and i'm like you know what maybe they shouldn't have a big bad right but but maybe they'll have different approaches milestone events milestone and i know you're or, big, i mean like, like you know no, like events that right yeah, yeah, and yeah. i know you're a big like green lantern fan augustine or some <laughs> yeah. of those comics yeah like and they took on you know uh sinestro leading into mm-hmm. i think black hand leading into like yeah. necron this yeah. really cool 
And I'm like, maybe they'll do some of that. And it doesn't necessarily need to be this, like, who's going to be there? Who's going to be there blank? Who's going to yeah. be there blank? Yeah. I hope that DC and uh, DC Studios and James Gunn and everybody can kind of focus on the stuff that makes them unique versus what worked for Marvel Studios over yeah. here. Well, they had to do re- they did a really cool thing with WandaVision. Let's try yeah. to find our WandaVision. Don't do yeah. that. No. Look at your comics and go, what do you have? Yeah. You know, like they for the TV, they've been doing a good job. They did yeah. Doom Patrol. Yeah. And there's not too many things like Doom Patrol in Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. X-Men, eh, not really. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, I would hope fandom doesn't kind of fall into those same... I would I yeah. would hope that the the thing that disappoints me about the MCU is their constant killing of the villain at the end of a movie, right? Yeah. Like I don't Sometimes, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah. for the mo- like especially early on. Yeah. All the villains were just dead at the end of yeah. the movie, right? And yeah, that's yeah. that's what was happening. Loki I think was the only survivor. Right. Yeah. Loki and Whiplash, moving on, people yeah. were just dying at the ends of movies and I'm just like, look, I I understand that these aren't like Doctor Doom style villains, but at the same time, these movies don't always have to end in the, in the death of a villain. Yeah, right. Like they're that's why I love Guardians so much because of what they did with that. Like not everybody has to like death shouldn't be the ultimate motivation for people to do stuff. Yeah, but you know on. what I'm saying? Ronan died at the end of the first movie. Yeah, and Ego died at the end of the second movie. Yeah, High Evolutionary didn't die that we know of. That we know of. Yeah, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like. Especially because DC Comics, they have really good villains. Exactly. Yeah. Their villains are great, right? Keep them so around. The yeah. villains can go around. You have like the negative zone, which people can go into. And, the like, Phantom Zone. Oh, yeah, Phantom Zone. zone. Sorry. You have the See, Phantom so Zone. comparable. Negative right, Zone exactly. is Marvel. Negative Zone is the Phantom Zone. <sighs> uh, but like you have, you have all these, these cool toys and story techniques to play with mm-hmm. that villains don't have to die at the end of stuff. And they don't have to... Their their story also doesn't have to cover a ten year arc right, thing, right? right? Like my idea for the the MCU is having a World War Hulk thing where Hulk turns the, into the villain for three movies. I think that would be incredible because it's somebody from the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. having something like that, having like Superman's Superman's greatest challenges aren't super villains. Mm-hmm. It's the things that he can and cannot do personally, mm-hmm. like sacrifices that he has to make to become that hero. And I think that's really the greatest story to tell. And I think James Gunn is going to do an awesome job of like telling those stories and not to discount like the amazing villains, but those are the types of things that the villains can bring out in these superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. So when that happens, when you have a, a character well-written, presumably as, as well as we have seen Superman in the past in comic books and things, when he's that fleshed out, that well-written, the, the villains just shine because they know the weaknesses of that amazing superhero that is seemingly indestructible, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what I think makes a really, really good villain. It's the Joker. It's the Joker-Batman paradigm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bro, like that kind of thing. Have you seen Fast X yet? No. What you're describing is the villain in Fast X. <laughs> <laughs> like, to a T. so good. But that's why they work, it's, though, yeah. right? It's, that's why they work. maybe the best villain yeah. in the entire that's, yeah, we that's didn't why even, they We didn't work. even talk about Fast X, uh, but yeah. Pretty ridiculous. Pretty great. I loved it. I loved <laughs> it so much. Quick. 30 yeah. second review. Go. Both of you. Uh it was fun. It's not my favorite fast movie. No. But um I'm really excited for 11 <laughs> and 12. Like yeah, like speaking of across the Spider-Verse, like pretty pretty great setup yeah. for stuff yeah. and um I liked a lot of the um additional new characters. Mm-hmm. You know, villain Dante was uh, Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So career so highlight ridiculous. for him. <laughs> career highlight for him, you know. Brie Larson was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I want to see more of her. Um Daniela, 
Mm-hmm. Mel- Melchior. Melchior. Yeah. She was pretty great. Yeah. Alan um, Ritson was pretty fun. He was, dude. I love that dude. That dude is enormous now. <laughs> that dude, that <laughs> dude, dude needs to stop working out for five minutes. That dude played Hawk uh, yeah. from Hawk and Dove in mm-hmm. Titans. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. And okay. he's like the He was Aquaman big, big in Smallville. Yeah. yeah. Big, big dude. Big and he dude. played Raphael in the Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, he the did Michael the motion Bay. capture. Yeah. Michael Bay. I interviewed yeah, him once. Hated. I interviewed him once for Titans and he was super big and super nice. And you get this feeling from that guy of like, dude, you should be a movie star. Like, yeah. you, like he's at that level that yeah. he can he can be one of these big action mm-hmm. yeah. star guys. So yeah. that's thirty seconds. Yeah, that was thirty I loved, seconds. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. I liked it more than Fast Nine. Um, yeah, F Nine, dude. The the action is just like it starts and it never stops for two hours <laughs> yeah. and some change. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I, but I think at this point, you know, after Fast Five through Seven, I think are like my favorite trilogy of movies in the whole series. Five, yeah. six, seven. Sure. Yeah, five, six, seven are I think are my favorite. And it's so hard to talk about one and comparing it to 10 because they've come such a long way in 22 years. I think now the franchise, of course, it's gone ridiculous. And yeah, it is so like exaggerated. It is. But it's such a fun time with the movies. Agreed. It's such a fun time. I had a really great time with it. Yeah, I cannot wait for Fast 11 and 12, part one, two, three, whatever it is. Uh, I, I know they said they're doing spinoffs. I'm a little more yeah. weary about those, but depends yeah. on what characters they follow. So we'll yeah. see. Let's get animated versions, baby. Oh my! They already God. do. <laughs> they already do on Netflix. There's a Netflix show, Fast yeah. and right. Furious right. Spy yeah. Racers. It's okay. I saw four seasons of it. I got to finish the last four two seasons? seasons. There's six. There's six seasons. Yeah, dude. When did all Jesus. this come out, bro? Like 2019. Jeez, I need to watch those. Christ, though. they're That's cool. Ridiculous. All right. good, good kid show. Okay. Uh, Lemon Eater L is asking you three are an oasis in a sea of bland. My question is: If Checkskins were a telenovela. What would the plot arc be and oh, which homie would Hector end up with? Oh my God, though. <laughs> what would it be? Okay, so uh, there's a very legendary Mexican telenovela, at least it was mm-hmm. when I was growing up. It's called Dos Mujeres, Un Camino. <laughs> okay. Ours would be Tres Hombres, Un Camino. <laughs> Tres Hombres, Un YouTube Channel. <laughs> un YouTube Channel. <laughs> we would we would be we would all be ranchers. We would all be ranchers. Uh-huh. And um But we would live on a commune farm, right? Like all three farm. of us all three of us mm-hmm. would have a house on the farm. Adam would be the foreign exchange student from Prague from Prague. He'd be coming in okay. from Prague. Okay. He would be stealing our women. Okay. But but the women would be uh having our babies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Adam's too hunky. He's just a hunk. Having our twin babies. Having our twin babies. But the twins are changed. So yeah. one, you know, your wife has you know what your happen? baby and my baby That's at the right. same time. And, and then my wife has my baby and your baby in her belly at the same time. And at one point, we would all of us learn that we were long lost triplets. That's yeah. the... Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Separated at birth. Uh-huh. But yeah, you would come onto the farm, yeah. but you didn't know that I was secretly your long lost brother. Oh my God, yes. today, today we go to see Spider-Verse. Yeah. And one of the people was like, are you guys brothers? Yeah. Like, there right. we go. Here so we go. Embrace it in the show. Yeah. Embrace it. So that would be the thing. So, yeah. I and hope then that answers Hector, your question. The, you actually, the, the name of the show would be Tres Amigos. Tres hermanos. There you would be go. the name of the there show. Like, tres go. amigos, comma, uh-huh. tres hermanos. Tres hermanos. Yeah. <laughs> three friends, good. three brothers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, there Someone you go. write it, it and is. we'll film it. We will make it happen. Uh, Michael Leitenberger is asking, hey guys, I know that you're quite busy with everything already, but I was wondering if you had given any thought to watch Mission Impossible series before the release of Dead Reckoning Part 1. Ooh, Next year. The whole series? Next yeah. year, that we've we're already doing the whole series. About all yeah. seven movies. Before Dead Reckoning Part 2. So we didn't do that one. We specifically skipped it. To do other franchises like yeah. Indiana Jones, Batman and Batman Returns, mm-hmm. Guardians. We're going to watch Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to it next it's year. It's coming. Dune, part one. 
We'll do that. So yeah. we're, also, we're also going to do Fast and Furious is by the time the next yeah. one releases. Yeah. So we're yeah. pausing and we'll get to that. So yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, look forward to that. Maya's asking, I know you guys love film scores and I love that you shot them out during some of your reactions and reviews because they go so overlooked sometimes. What would you say are your all-timers? And with the Guardians film specifically being infamous for their soundtracks, is there a needle oh. drop from one of them that is your favorite? I mean... I'm listening to Spider Verse Daniel Pemberton on the way here in my mm. car. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. yeah, that's a beautiful sense. score. Yeah, God, you we have to mention Tron Legacy. Tron Tron Legacy it is Tron Legacy is very 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 good, but yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite. Sure, but we I just have to mention yeah. it because I feel like it is. It's one of those examples where and it's very unique, yeah. and it's one of those examples where I'm like the score is I think better than the film, and I really and I really like yeah. the movie, but I'm yeah. like the score is the score is incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's Daft Punk, of course, yeah. of course, it's it's good. We've it's been their one and only score. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Go no, no, sorry. In, Indiana Jones or Bat? You're gonna say Danny Elfman Batman? Yeah, pretty great. God yeah. damn that score! Like because we've been rewatching yeah. a lot of movies. That score just like all of the. um I don't know. I think they're trumpets and just yeah. the sounds are so hard. Horns. All yeah. the horns. Yeah. God yeah. damn, that score of, is unreal. Horns. It's so yeah. good. I think, yeah. I think one of the movie scores that I've listened to the most is the Napoleon Dynamite score. Oh, Do you, really? have you guys ever listened to that, that music? I used soundtrack to when it came score? out. Yeah. The score. Ooh. It's oh, there's, no, origi- there's the original. original music. Yeah. Like, wait, isn't Nacho Libre the same director as? Yeah. It is. Jared, right? Jared, Jared, Jared Hess. Jared Hess. Yeah. I also like the score in Nacho. Oh yeah, absolutely. But both soundtracks have cool yeah. songs in mm-hmm. them. I, I I think the soundtrack for Nacho is stronger than the soundtrack for for. Um, for Napoleon, for Napoleon? But you like oh, the score. But like Napoleon. the original score yeah. for Napoleon Dynamite is so unique and quirky and it's mm-hmm. done on this crazy little organ mm-hmm. and like it's just it's Yeah, I remember so now cool. that you're talking about it, yeah. Yeah, it's like very plinky plunky kind of music, but it works for like the setting, that. the characters, everything is just you should just just throw it on in the I background, should. Hector. Actually, like now that something. I think about it there was a napoleon dynamite comic book that came out a few years back oh, and it was I'm, a cartoon too yeah i didn't see the cartoon Fox, but i was yeah. reading the comic book and it's like a direct sequel to the movie yeah. and i was listening to the score while yeah I was it's, reading it's it. pretty yeah. great yeah. it's pretty it's awesome. great yeah that's a sleeper hit right uh there. do you guys have any specific song from the guardians movies i still go to you know uh somebody asked us on twitter the other day i think it was andres mm-hmm. pose, pose this question what's your favorite needle drop in all the guardians movies yeah and a lot of great answers but i think i responded with i still go Fleetwood Mac, the chain Obviously the for same volume thing. two. Yeah. When when ego smushes the Walkman mm. and Peter yeah. hears, and if you don't love yeah. me now. And that fight, I love that song and I love that needle drop. I love the way it's used earlier in the film. Yeah. I love the way that they, it was brought back there. That's my favorite. But dude, Beastie Boys in three was yeah. awesome. Beastie Boys is the uh, Flor- Florence, time. Florence and the Machine. It's now very emotional to me. Yeah. Knowing that 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 singer is sitting in the theater watching the movie yeah. and crying. Crying. Yeah. And there's so much more emotion added to that I song. I never liked that song. I thought it was fine. I did fine, not like that song. And now at I kind of love it. Yeah. Now so I love it. That's another no. great use of that yeah. song. Yeah. It's Beastie or Boys great for moment. me. Um, yeah. But Florence, I think, is second place. I've always loved the soundtrack to the other two. Yeah. I, I think they're great, but I just never had that emotional connection to any of that music as far yes. as like. I listened to it as far as like it was on the radio. I would play at white weddings. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. God. And <laughs> white weddings are so fun. <laughs> white people weddings. They're just like they're, cra- they're it would crazy. They play at white people weddings, but I rarely went to white people weddings. Like I always had you know Mexican weddings that mm-hmm. I that I went to. Mm-hmm. So to me, the Beastie Boys needle drop and the soundtrack. Yeah. Man. For all of the third movie, I think yeah. is the best one for me. It's a it's a great soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Carlos Torres is asking, 
Que lo que mis amigos. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Hope the gang is doing good. Wanted to hear your take. With the success of Doom Part 1 and Part 2 looking to be just as epic and do just as well, I'm curious if this franchise could benefit from having the follow-up projects that are spin-offs and maybe prequels have the Star Wars Marvel shows. Example, the Schools of Dune trilogy would make an epic limited series for each book, exploring the Dune lore or universe leading up to the actual sequels. P.S. Ironically, haven't gotten to the actual book. Uh, working my way through the prequels on House Harkonnen now, and I highly suggest reading them. Hopefully, it'll hmm. be done by the time November rolls around. Thanks again. Saludos de Portland. I didn't know that there were, are there book prequels? I have no idea. Yeah, you're outside of Dune. You're the most I'm, experienced on Dune. I am like as far away from the Dune franchise I, I, as I've anybody can yeah. be. I've only read the first book, yeah. which is going to be these two movies mm. that they split in half right, to right, do right. the two movies. Um, I, it was a question like, do you think they should do it that mm-hmm. way? I mean, I don't know the the world well enough to like have a take on that. Yeah, I'm along for the ride if because yeah. they're supposed to be doing a, a spinoff TV the show, show. Yeah, based mm-hmm. on the women in the dune universe that are that are the uh, the, the um the the ugh. women nun you know, yeah, yeah, religion yeah. or whatever that yeah. thing is that yeah. like rebecca ferguson is mm-hmm. but i don't know if that's like a prequel or whatever and i also know that the dune universe spans thousands of years but i thought that went into the future after paul mm-hmm. ten thousand years in the future i'm down for anything as long as basically these re- these same creative people are kind of looking at it yeah yeah and if Denis Villeneuve's like, I think this would make a great movie. I think this would make a great TV show. Yeah. Or other experts are weighing in, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, as long as it's all done yeah. with that yeah. level of, of, um, care, of care and quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I love Doom part one. That was such an amazing movie and I cannot wait to see Doom part two. Yeah. But I agree. And I don't know. Denis Villeneuve doesn't exactly seem like a guy who'd want to be like in charge of a franchise right. for that long of a term. He seem like a John Favreau. Right. Yeah. Like, you I think he's like the guy who wants yeah. to pop in like, I love the book. I just want to make the movie on sure. the book. And, you know, if it's two movies, it's two movies, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know that Dune is comparable to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's a different it beast. Different thing. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be like, great, this is the new big franchise. Yeah. Like, maybe it's not. Right. Maybe it's not. Right. I think Denis Villeneuve, he's, he's got... Amazing filmmaking technique, but I also think that some of his movies sometimes play like movies that came out maybe like in the 70s, 80s, 90s. They're a mm-hmm. little slower paced mm-hmm. and they really require you to just kind of like sit and live in the universe. And it's tough because, you know, Blade Runner 2049, some of his other movies, Love it. you know, they are really good. They don't necessarily do the best at the box office when mm-hmm. they're the big budget films, which is a bummer because I think they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Sicario and I love Prisoners and I, I love all the movies that he's made. But I so I think it's a little bit of a hard sell to the studio as well. Hey, you mm-hmm. want to do these prequel series or do you want to do these sequel books? Are they all going to feel like the two movies? Mm-hmm. But then I feel like if you were to change that, make something different, I don't know if the quality is going to be there. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so the question is, we'd love yeah. to whatever's see it. Clever, dog, whatever's <laughs> clever, dog. Whatever's clever, dog. I think the answer is we'd love to see it, but it all really just yeah. kind of depends on like, what's the pitch? Yep. I'll leave the blur dead. Hey, fellas, what's good? I was wondering how often do you guys do in-person meet and greet type events? And are they always events only in California? I'd love to know where we can see you guys to meet and say thank you for all the laughs and content in person. If I got to trek across the country to see y'all, I need to plan that out. (laughs) And when are we getting that cooking episode? (laughs) To answer the second question, soon. To answer the first question, uh, well, we're going to Comic-Con next month, and yeah. we were actually just talking. We want to try to plan something for Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. we should. Um, we, we really want to do more cons that we travel to. It's just so hard, the scheduling and you know the budget yeah. for it also, because mm-hmm. it's not just going to the con. It's the airfare. It's the lodging. Hotel, it's the it's food the, uh, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So it's something that we really have to here's, save for. Here's what I will say, and I don't know if this could ever work, but if you have a local 
con, mm-hmm. if you wanted to try to find out who's in charge of it, who yeah. runs it, who books people, and like hit them up and go, hey, invite these three, these three guys, this YouTube channel, yeah. invite them, fly them out, put them in a little hotel somewhere, but mm-hmm. they can host panels for you guys. Yeah. I will show yeah. up and and I will want to get something signed by them, mm-hmm. but like they can host, they can work for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hire them to do that stuff. I think we're a good investment. I don't know. Tell tell them and <laughs> totally, and I maybe agree. they maybe they'll agree. agree or maybe yeah. they'll go. No, we're good. Yeah, we've got local They're people. Like, no, we'll we got a that. guy okay. over here. He's been doing it for thirty years. So. Yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> I'm sure he's great. Yeah, so it, it really depends. Yeah. But we'd love to. Yeah, we'd love to do more stuff. Comic Con is always going to be the easiest for us. Yeah, yeah. LA Comic Con. If we if we go, we haven't we yeah. haven't gone. Uh, well, I haven't gone in a, in a while. Star Wars Celebration. You mm-hmm. know, we had plans to go, and then we couldn't go. So it it really just kind of depends on where things are. And yeah, it also. But dude, truthfully, a lot of it is also like, where do we want to go? Yeah, that's it, true. Here, here's the other thing: if somebody slid into our inbox and was like, "Hey, I run a con in Ohio. Would you? Can we pay you guys? Fly you out? Pay for your airfare? Pay for a hotel? Mm-hmm. And pay a little cheddar cheese a little bit? Yeah, to like host a few panels and like spend time with us this weekend." We're probably going to be like, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah we not? haven't done that yet. Yeah, we would like to do that. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So yeah. you know, we'll spend a weekend in Ohio. Why not? Slide into our slide into our inbox. Just oh, give yeah. us a long list of good food That'd and drink fun. places, and we'll that go. That would be fun. That would be yeah. a ton of fun. Are you yeah. kidding me? That'd be amazing. That would be incredible. So the answer is uh, ask your local con. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Lynch yeah. with the final question. Besides 3D and IMAX, what other formats do you guys like to watch movies in? 4DX, ScreenX, OmniMax, 3D. My living room like this. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where I composite. Where I composite. <laughs> um, I rewind it. I'm down for whatever, but if a movie comes out in 3D, that's all I care about. I mean, 3D and I, is the format. And I me. sometimes prefer real D over 3D Dolby. Over, a, over an IMAX, oh, only sure. because the the arena is so big. Mm-hmm. The screen is so big that I'll like look at a thing and I'm like, oh, some of the middle seats are already taken. You know what? Let me just do a real D yeah. showing yeah. of that same movie in a smaller theater, yeah. but it's a little less... Uh, crowded, Depsy. and Condensed. I can just get, and I can just get a pretty good seat, and then I'm happy. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. need it to be what bells and whistles. Ugh, for me, it really depends on the movie. I know you like IMAX. I know you like yeah, but you, yeah. you're right. You only go like yeah. It really Was depends. This shot on the movie. in IMAX. If it's not shot in IMAX, I'm not going to see it in IMAX. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like if, it, if, if none of it's yeah. if none of it's an IMAX, then I don't really care. I'd rather just go yeah. see it in Dolby or real D3D. They call it Limax. Yeah. Limax. I I, I tend to prefer real D3D only because the glasses are more comfortable for us. Yeah. Dolby 3D, I think the picture quality is better, but the glasses, I don't know. Sometimes I struggle with those things. Mm-hmm. So if you um, work at Real D 3D, yeah, you should you should make a deal with Dolby, and you or you want to hire us to like host any of your events. Um, we like 3D. <laughs> Augustine and I also talked about that before I'm we watched Spot Across yeah. the Spider Verse. Sometimes you guys got your little influences or whoever yeah. showing up to your. They don't know anything about your, 3D, your Real but we D, do. 3D. We do. <laughs> and we we're probably more affordable than those influencers. Look, I can tell you all about Parallax all day long, <laughs> all day. Every goddamn I can, day. I can count pixels. <laughs> I, can I can tell, tell you how deep a shot is yeah, if you want yeah, me to. I can tell you saying? whether it's past the focal plane or yeah. not. So Why weren't yeah. we on the red carpet for the Little Mermaid 3D? <laughs> asking the stars, what's your favorite part of the movie in 3D? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, I don't how know. How many pixels was that hair separated from her hair, from the back of her uh, neck? How many pixels deep is the shot overall? Yeah. And <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? I don't know how to answer that question. I'm Ursula. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And other there's other formats like 4DX with the moving chairs. I, I'm not really into that. I saw Inception and I that was like one of the only movies I, I was like, I I'm, I'm kind of good. done that yet. I'm uh, into theaters that have delicious food. Damn. Yeah. If your right. food is good, that's what yeah, I'm Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, Freezing. yeah, I mean, it, again, for me, it depends on the movie. 
And you you tell us what format you like. You tell us what is your favorite and Mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. Um, We should talk about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay, I think it's time, you guys. Uh, I think it's it's time. You think Um, we can fit that in there in seven minutes? I'm just kidding. We'll go a little over. We're going a little bit over an hour. (laughs) We can go well over an hour if we're talking about this movie. We are going to do non-spoilers first. We're going to give you our first impressions of the movie. We're going to tell you the things that we like, things that we potentially didn't like, and then we'll get into some spoilies (laughs) after that. But here, yeah, here's the one thing I didn't like. Yeah. It's not, not a 3D. It's not a 3D. It's, it's not a 3D. Not a 3D. That's it. Why? That's it. That's it. Why is there no 3D version? That's Spider-verse it. Spider-Verse 1 in 3D is... One of... So we were talking so to Wendy from uh, Movie Couple. Yeah. Wendy? Shout, out, shout yeah. out to Wendy. Yeah. She had never seen the movie in 3D. She oh. didn't really watch movies in 3D. And Adam and I were like, yeah, well, you kind of have to watch this in 3D, assuming that everybody knew that the movie was out in 3D and how good the 3D is. And I told her, I was like, look, if you're not into 3D or if you don't necessarily watch 3D movies, I think Spider-Verse is my go-to show people, like, to show people what 3D can do and see an amazing movie. Did you invite her? To my house to be like, just no. go to Hector's well, no, house. You know, well, it was funny <laughs> because while he was talking about it, I was like, we're going to have to start inviting people for 3D That's screens. I know, dude. And then I told her that we want to do them. And, and she's yeah. like, you guys need to talk to the real deep people. I'm like, respond to my yeah. emails, oh. please. Email them several times. I'm about to follow up again. Anyway, that's yeah. my one. Sorry, my but no, you're 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 thing. right. Um, and we don't know if they're getting a Blu-ray re 3D release or, or, or even I've, a I've, 3D release in theaters. I've seen online that apparently China. The mm-hmm. country is getting a 3D version of Across the Spider Verse uh-huh, yeah, in theaters. Uh-huh. May or may not get it in Australia. I'm okay. gonna do some research. I'm going there. You're going. I'm gonna go, there. I'm gonna go That's find right. out. You are. Dude. I'm gonna go yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta figure something out. You well, gotta talk to Ryan Unicorn and go. have him sign a contract saying that if he finds a 3D version, he but, will send three versions well, to America. Because there was the there was the company in Australia that did the yeah. 3D Blu-ray for Spider-Man in uh, No Way Home. Yes. So, but it was like region B. It is. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah. still get it. But, yeah. Uh, uh, and um, I, I'm hoping that with next month's Blu-ray release in mm-hmm. North America mm-hmm. of Avatar The Way of Water yeah. in 3D, thank God, Please that it's like, it. okay, is any of that going to sell yeah. enough to convince any of the studios and Disney, which owns Avatar, yeah. that it's like, it's worth it it's to worth invest it. it, to print that X number of Blu-ray, 3D Blu-rays, and you get X number of return. Mm-hmm. Again, man, we've had this conversation over and over and over again, but it's like a dying format and a dying art. There's artistry involved. And there needs to be some way. I mean, I'm talking to the company Disney that just deleted Willow off of like, <laughs> yeah. this is the yeah. part of the depressing thing of yeah. like physical media versus not. Just and versus- laid off 7,000 yeah. people. So <sighs> Yeah, yeah. And the, the other frustrating thing is like, they're putting it out in 3D. They're putting it out in 4K. And I'm like, why didn't you just do a combo right. set of 4K and 3D? I know. It's, they did it with Alita Battle Angel. It's a I beautiful know. steelbook from Best Buy that has 4K yeah, we're 3D. reviewing Spider-Verse. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. The rails. The rails. Rails. Listen, the reason we, we immediately think about this is because this film, non-spoilers, yeah. of course it's gorgeous. Yeah. Of yeah. course it is unreal how dynamic this mm-hmm. film is. Yeah. There's a sequence in the middle, and we'll talk about the specifics in a sec, that I'm just like grinning. Like, I can't believe I'm watching this. It is so hyperactive and beautiful, but still clear. And I'm yeah. watching the movie, and I'm like, I cannot wait for people to go through and pause this. I cannot wait Analyze for new rock frame. stars to tell me every Spider-Man's in the background. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. it's yeah. a joy. This movie is a joy. But on top of all of that fun fan level stuff, which I, I kept leaning over to Augustine, I'm like, 
that's from this and this is this and this yeah is there that. was one moment where they they showed something and Hector was like that's from issue blah 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, despite all of that yeah it's a beautifully rich richer than the first film deeper emotional story of mm-hmm. Miles mm-hmm. and that's what we yeah. talked about we're like as long as Miles is the focus and it's his story you know all the extra comic book bells and whistles and all the extra fluff and stuff like that's yeah. fun and you can. Yeah you can celebrate it, which this movie is again, like the first one, such a celebration of all things Spider-Man Yeah, that it's like, it's, it's, it's difficult to describe what it means to me personally as a right. fan of this. Like it is, it is such a, a beautiful gift, but at the core of it, Miles' story is so mm-hmm. compelling and so yeah. great yeah. and emotional and beautiful. And yeah. Yeah. And I, and I agree with people that say it's kind of the empire strikes back of sure. movies sure, because just the way the story structure is built and the way it kind of leaves you, um, yeah. But it was just such a fulfilling watch, and at no point at all, it's it's. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what the runtime is of uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, the first one was hour forty five. Yeah, I think so. And this one is like two twenty, two ten. That's what the, that's what the like guy said. Thirteen. Yeah, but like I didn't feel it at all. No, it's no, so dude. engaging from yeah. the moment that it starts. Yeah, when the movie ended, I was like, that was got to be forty five minutes. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought there was gonna be more movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, it's just so mind blowing. Just the opening, and this no spoilers, yeah. but the opening is so impactful and dynamic yeah. that when it goes to the opening credits, you're like holy shit, we haven't even gotten to the credits right, yet. Right, and the credits yeah. are very short, but it just hits you at a 10 from beginning to end. Yeah, And yeah. just the visual, just everything about it, it's just like you're just eating yeah. the best food you've ever had in your life. Yeah. The yeah. performances are just the like at a 10. Really the animation great. at a 10. The yeah. design work at yeah. a 10. The score by Daniel Pemberton and the entire soundtrack, a 10, 10, 10. Yeah. It's unbelievably yeah. good. Yeah. Shout out to I, the lighting in the film. The people Jesus that did the lighting. Everybody, everybody who had anything to do anyone with the visual design <laughs> of this movie. Anyone who took a breath yeah. on this yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. talking to Adam about this on the drive home is that I wish there was, I wish I could sit down with somebody from the visual design team mm-hmm. and them just run me through every single visual choice they made. Yeah. Specifically with, some spider people that we see mm-hmm. in this movie because there was some yeah. people in there where that was just like striking. Yeah. Um, yeah. but overall, <laughs> uh, when we were done with the movie, we were sitting with Wendy and she was like, you guys like this better than the first one? And I was like, I don't think you can compare the two. Yeah. Right now. You said, I'm going to wait until part three comes I, out. Yeah, yeah. I can't say that mm-hmm. I like this better than, than, uh, than into the spider verse because the movies, the story's not told yet. Like, right. I can't judge this movie right now because yeah. Of the way it leaves you, you're just like, I need more. Yeah. I need all of this. I was ready to sit down for six hours and watch the next yeah. the next movie. Yeah. The credits ended and he literally went, I'm just going to wait here until the next movie <laughs> yeah. starts. I was like, I'm just going to wait here for a year yeah. and just sit here and watch it. But overall, they took the visuals to 110%. Yeah. Like, yep. I thought Spider-Verse was... Yep, something incredible, which it was. It changed oh, yeah. the game oh, for yeah. animation. But like, now it was going to be like, now it's like, oh, that's cute. Like now when we rewatch Seriously, Into the Spider-Verse, so it's like, when oh, I re- how when I was thinking of scenes in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> like of, of, of Into the Spider-Verse, right? And I'm like, that's fine. That's cool. But like comparing those, those scenes and those shots and the things that they're doing in this movie visually, I think that was my favorite part of the movie, yeah. just the whole visual structure yeah. of this movie. Yeah. And it's just, they've, they've cranked it up to 11 mm-hmm. and it never stops. Like no. there's moments no. in which like, even though it's a quiet moment in the in the movie, 
the visuals are still stunning. Mm-hmm. And they they always have something to do with the emotional movement yes. of the story at oh that my point. God. Even like scenes, there's beautiful stuff. Even scenes in Miles' universe, which is I guess yeah. the, one of the more grounded, yeah. you know, because when we go to like Gwen's universe, it's very stylized. Yeah. And of course yeah. everybody else's. But um it, it it even in Miles' normal Earth 1610, Brooklyn yeah. or Manhattan or whatever, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Him Absolutely. Talk, him standing on a yeah. rooftop talking to his yeah. mom, like you're saying. Yeah. It's and it's all helping for the emotional. Pleasing. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. There's yeah. there's things that they're doing visually that just augment the story mm-hmm. so well. Um, I think Lord and Miller are telling the best Spider Man trilogy ever told. That's for sure. Because into the Spider Man. And they're getting and they're getting some of the best directors to I do mean, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best directors to to do it all, but yeah. just the idea and the foresight to come up with this kind of, of movie, which you said earlier, Hector, it makes you feel like how you felt when you were first reading Spider-Man. Like, that's really the most important thing. In and your it's head really, and in your heart, yeah. And, and, and it's really boiling down the movie, the, the, the character of Spider-Man to why this character has endured the mm-hmm. ages. Because it really is. Like, if Agreed. you think about the story, it's Agreed. just like, this is why everybody loves spider-man and mm-hmm. why he's arguably one of the best characters marvel has ever created yeah and yeah. it's being told in a way that's very creative given the whole spider community and the history of spider-man and just it's, like it's kind of meta these things but it is a, that have yeah, happened it is a celebration yeah. of the thing yeah and i'll even go so far as to say i believe that spider-verse one and two and probably going into three these three movies, not just the best Spider-Man film trilogy, but I'm like, I think I they may best be superhero best superhero best movie. superheroes yeah. movies, and I think they may be better than any Spider-Man comic. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like yeah. the comics yeah. like walked so that this could run. Right, like it's right, this right. thing. I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, like you're saying, they're they're breaking it down at a meta level. They're telling you why Spider-Man matters, why yeah. people love him, yeah. and they're taking what came before yeah. all, inc- all the comics history and being like, and now we're gonna take it here. Yeah. And it hits in a way that no comic ever hit. Yeah. No. It it no. hits you emotionally in a way that you go, oh my God, like everything, Stan Lee, all, you know, Steve Ditko, John Romito, everything, Brian Michael Bendis, everything gets us to this point and yeah. you go, I'm witnessing something so yeah. beautiful and so amazing that it, it, it feels like this is the best possible outcome that could come from people working hard and making comic books yeah. in mm-hmm. the 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s, you know, to get to now and you go, oh, this is why they were making the comics. Right. Yeah, right this right. this feeling. And, and not even like not not even them knowing that that's why they're making the comics, right. but just adding to yeah. the 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 things that make Peter Parker and the Spider-Man great characters, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's just like all of these things cuz it's not just one thing, but they all have a common thread. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think the the movie just it's it's doing such a good job of distilling Spider-Man and and superheroes and just blending art forms and telling it so masterfully that like it just it just kind of felt effortless Mm -hmm. and looking back on it i just can't wait to watch it again because there's there's just so much stuff yeah to pick up on because the action is super quick yeah and it's done so So well that like you really have to watch this multiple times Mm -hmm. to really absorb everything that's happening yeah in this movie i i stumbled across an artist who was working on spider-verse and they were literally just working on keyframes yeah when there's like quick changes between like the animation styles yeah. and the backgrounds change yeah. and it was a shot of miguel just when he's like f- flying through the air oh yeah mm-hmm. and it's one keyframe and then you watch it in the movie and it changes to like eight different things yeah. while he's jumping through the air yeah 
the amount of people that must have like worked on this and yeah. work and yeah. layout just the, so oh the, the way God. i think about it is like every single keyframe or action frame or every every time they change the design yeah has to be looked at and approved by the director yeah, yeah. Like, that's why yeah. there's three of them. That's yeah. That, yeah that's and why Lord a, and Miller. That's why there's the whole team, yeah. right? But at the same time, the foresight to just say to tell the artist, okay, we need we need something to pop here. Yeah, make yeah. it pop in these in this and here's sequence. Why, or, you and know. here's like pop, 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 and yeah. then just, you're just like, well, first of all, where is this coming from creatively from these yeah. artists? Because it's yeah. insane. I don't think there's a single repeated like art style that pops in several times. No, I haven't seen the movie frame by frame in slow yeah. motion, but it's just, it feels so fresh and dynamic and new, even though we've already kind of seen it in Spider-Verse, they, they've taken it up, like I said, to 11 and it's just, it's a whole different Dude, beast, the, man. The, 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 the more we're talking about this movie, the more it's making me feel like maybe I do enjoy it more than the, like appreciate. Mm-hmm. Cause again, you, you think in some, in some totally ways, fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think in some ways like sequels are almost easier right. because you've got everything in play. Right. Everything's been set up, but they don't, go the easy route with right, this right. they they ch- they challenge themselves yeah to be like we're gonna make this even more difficult for us yeah. to yeah to, story to, level and a creative at level. a story yeah. level and at the actual execution of everything that they did yeah. you know yeah. they're like not just we're not just gonna have a new character named spider punk right he's gonna look like this and you yeah. go how Dude. the here's the other thing i want to say before we get into spoilers i really love the movie turning red mm-hmm. from pixar mm-hmm. and that movie was pixar really stretching themselves yeah and it's they barely like it still feels like it's pixar but it's like you could tell they're like okay but can we be influenced by anime a little bit and like you know like northern californian pixar may have been like oh i don't know that's not really us like we did toy story and incredibles and a bug's life and we have this kind of style and and with the new movie that's coming out that looks great and i'm gonna go see it elemental i look at that and i go same old same old Pixar, you have got to same old, same old. push yeah. the yeah. shit out of what you do. Yeah. Same with Disney yeah. traditional animation. Same with there. There's something to be said about that classic style. The new Disney Disney animated film that I saw a preview for in mm. front of Little Mermaid live action is called Wish, and it mm. looks gorgeous. And it looks like there's some influence of Spider Verse stylistically, but it's mm. still like a Disney princess and a classic Disney princess film, which looks great. Looks mm. really, really, really cute. Mm. But I watch those and, and I feel bad because Elemental apparently isn't tracking that well financially or like it has that much interest from kids yeah. versus- I don't see anyone talking about versus it. Versus the yeah, big no. IP things, which are Mario crushed it. And we all know why, because it's the biggest franchise in the world. Because yeah. of Jack Black. That's why. That's <laughs> the only reason <laughs> why. Going into Peaches, Peaches. Going, exactly. into, going into Spider-Verse. And then the yeah. next one this year is Turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these movies, yeah. they're based. it's unfair because they're based on this existing IP- and studios like Disney and and Pixar, although they did do a Marvel-esque movie with Big Hero 6 a couple of years ago. Yeah. But Disney and Pixar have always been like, well, we're the original. We're the, you know, we're not doing an animated movie based on an IP. That's not what the 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 industry was that they built. They're doing yeah. these original ideas. And I'm like, Pixar, Elemental looks really cute and really interesting and really cool. But you have got to like Y'all need it. Y'all need a Star Wars vision. Something because you, yeah. right. That's for the another, mainstream. Thank you for bringing that up. That's yeah. another thing that's like blown our minds. God. The Damn. past few, and that's associated yeah. with Star Wars, which is another IP yeah. thing. But I want to see the big studios that we love and grew up with succeed. I want to see Sony Animation succeed, and um, and I think Sony. No, who's doing Turtles? It's Paramount or whatever. 
It's Paramount, but it's a, I forget the name it's of the studio. French, it's a French, it's a small French animation studio. Great. I want to see them all it, succeed. Yeah. And I'm not just trying to prop up the franchises and IP that I yeah. love. Let me tell you what, I mean, Mario, I thought was fine. It was not like a great film, but it was Mario. And yeah, it was like, yeah. they did Mario right. Yeah. Spider-Verse and the new Turtles movie, like they look incredible because these artists are kind of being let loose. Yeah. So yeah. that's all I'm saying is like. I, I I was telling Adam on the car ride home again. Micro, Micros Animation in Montreal. Micros. Oh, oh in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, Montreal and Paris and Cinecite in Vancouver. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, I was telling Adam that I think this movie stylistically, as, as much as Spider-Verse changed animation, the original yeah. Into the Spider-Verse changed animation, because it did. Yeah. This movie is going to have more people looking at it that don't watch animation that are mm-hmm. going to take animation more seriously because they did some things in this movie yeah, yeah. that look like moving paintings that look oh like God. looking back on into mm-hmm. the spider-verse it makes spider-verse look very cartoony mm-hmm. it makes it just look like a comic book popped off the page but there's yeah. nothing wrong with that i think no, it was it set the it's like it set, set the right set the trend or set the, it example. Set the tone yeah. like it, it gave us the rules to this universe mm-hmm. but now it's like it's it's been taken to a level which you can't ignore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's going to put animation in the limelight as far as um, I hope so. I mean, this, more people jumping on and using the method. Yeah. To this could be best picture. Film. This could oh yeah, be best picture. Not just best animated easily. film, but like best picture. Oh, mm-hmm. easily. Uh, but we, once again, we, I'll hold off my thoughts on that until the next movie comes let's out. Let's get into spoilers then. Mm-hmm. Can we clap? Can we? <laughs> Get out of here. Go, you go see the movie. movie. Go see it. I, go my watch God. the movie. I have a question for you guys. Absolutely watch Into the Spider-Verse first if you haven't oh, seen yeah. it. In a minute. Or if you haven't seen it since 2018, yeah. for sure rewatch it. 2018 anyway, 2019? Yeah. 2018? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think yeah, one 2018. Of the two. No, 2018. Because that was Infinity War. Yeah. Wow, five years. Um, yeah. Here's my question to you boys. Yep. What do you think is going to happen in part three? And we can get into spoiler talk. Uh, hanger ending you think it's gonna be miles v miles yeah oh yeah i think so for sure uh i'm just excited to see spider punk when spider-man noir spider-ham the crew from the first movie yeah Yeah. it's gonna be parker yeah Yeah, they're gonna so i was telling him there's a moment where they're in miguel's lair yeah and right before spider-punk dips out uh, it looks like he maybe puts something on miles whether it's a tracker or some device so they can find out Miguel where he Miguel does that? No, Spider-Punk no, Spider does Punk. it. Oh. He some, it looks like he puts something on him. He like kind of smirks and then dips out. So I think like that's how they figure out like where he is, Earth-42. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. they're going to go there to try to rescue him. But yeah, right. I, I think it's going to be them on a quest to find, find Miles, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And then I think Miles is at some point going to have to come to terms with, is letting my father die necessary oh. in order for the spider-man think, story legacy to continue and he has yeah. to grapple with that i think we're at a point meta yeah contextually yeah in superhero storytelling that i think storytellers themselves have done everything with superheroes that now yeah. they're going back to the dna to the origin and be right. like well, wait a minute does let's, let's break this down do we need this do, do we need to have the parental sacrifice right. or is that bullshit or can yeah. we use that in a story where the hero says no we do not need to have that, yeah. and I'll prove it. Yes. And if that isn't the most superheroic thing, yeah. and if that isn't the thing that we can associate with Miles Morales oh, it definitely as like be. he's being different than Peter Parker. Now, I don't want the story to resolve where then, where then he convinces the, the, this Spider-Verse of characters, mm. including – I think he's going to have – like he's going to show Miguel the yeah. way, and I think Miguel's going to kind of come to the light side. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
And then I think spot's going to get out of control. And I think everybody's going to have to deal right, with spot. Right. But I think that, um, I don't want to see this, the solution because there's kind of time travel also involved is sort of what we learned, right? Yep. Like Miguel inserted himself into a universe, right? When Miguel died so yep. that he can continue to be the father. And yeah. so I'm, and he comes from the year 2099 and they can kind of see at any point in every spider person's timeline, right? They showed us like, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just the past. I don't know, but I don't want there to be a point where Miles Morales fixes the whole spider verse multiverse to be able to convince even Peter B. Parker, like, dude, you can go back and save your uncle Ben because that does kind of break. Yeah. That I don't want. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. But, but, but it's all the, about affecting the future from that point forward. But the movie showed us through Gwen and her dad. Mm. He quit. You mean Gwanda? Yeah. Gwanda. Gwanda Stacy. Dude, that she, moment where they embrace like, and the paint, yeah. the watercolors are just dripping. Dripping I was like, down the back. Oh! Insane. Tears. Insane. But um, I think that's going to be the, the solution. It's, yeah. it's going to be like, it doesn't have to go that way. <sighs> right. Question. So, so Captain Stacy and yeah. Gwen's dad will live. So there's a chance that Jefferson Morales could live. If Miles could, you know, could kind of get think, there. I think you're 100% right. Yeah. I think that that's where the story is going to go. And yeah, I think sure. Spider-Punk is the reason why a lot of this is going to happen. Um, <laughs> Daniel but, is so good. Yeah, but so I will funny. ask you. It's a metaphor for capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? He's, he's so amazing. anti-establishment yeah. that he's doing of his course. own thing behind the scenes and nobody was watching him. Yeah. Everybody was ignoring him. Yeah. Um, but um, what does not having that... That that traumatizing moment specifically for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. What does that do for Spider Man? Do you think Spider Man right. is the type of character that would have become Spider Man regardless? Do you think Peter right. Parker would have had the uh, emotional intelligence or the emotional outburst or the, something the, the like that to understand? Yeah, to really responsibility to really understand what a, what something like that means. Do you think there was ever another moment in any Spider-Man's life where something could have triggered them to be that Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure of that. And I don't know if that's a question that we can answer now or if we have to watch this, this movie first mm-hmm. and have them show us sort of like a prototype of what, that, of what that's like. Because at this point, Miles is the anomaly Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He should not have happened as we learned in this movie. He mm-hmm. should not have been there. And so is, is he the only one that can go through life and say, Hey, my mm-hmm. parent didn't die, but he still mm-hmm. had, he still had his uncle pass away. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was still, that was still a thing. Um, so can we have those superheroes without that triggering moment? Basically? I love that. Right. I, I think that's, I think a, that's great, a big question. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great thing for them to yeah. explore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that, that miles did lose his uncle. Right. Is kind of proof that, that it's like, he's already had his traumatic, you know, he doesn't yeah. have to yeah. lose his dad. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, what it ultimately could do is it could, this is the thing that could sort of set Miles apart. Right. And I feel like it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like, would Superman, if he never lost Krypton, would he mm-hmm. still? Exactly. Would, if he had the knowledge that he, Krypton was supposed to explode and he was yeah. supposed to be sent to a planet with a yellow sun and, right. be, you know, that would he, I don't know, at age 30, <clears throat> willingly leave Krypton to go to, to, go to Earth, to go to Earth and yeah. become Superman and become the yeah. hero? I don't know. Would right, Batman still right. be back. Here's what I will say: There's a great comic book that Marvel did years ago in the 2000s called "What If um, Aunt May Died Instead of Uncle Ben." Yeah, and it's a one issue, and it's one of my favorite Spider-Man stories because the robber shoots Aunt May instead of Uncle Ben. Yeah, and what happens is Peter is so distraught by that that 
he either tells Uncle Ben or Uncle Ben finds out that he's Spider-Man. Yeah. And by the end of the story, what happens is they both become closer and he yeah. has his uncle and his uncle becomes the guy in the chair. Yeah. And Uncle mm-hmm. Ben becomes the Peter. You have to use your abilities mm-hmm. to, you know, and he has this, this incredible force in his life yeah. that it's also almost like a, what if Peter told his remaining parent instead of kept it from Aunt May or kept yeah. it, you know, yeah. whatever, which is, which is also something I want to see happen with Miles' story. Like yeah. I, you, we want to see him tell yeah, Rio parents. and Jefferson. Yeah. But the, the comic book that I'm describing is great because by the end of it, they show you a universe where Peter still became Spider-Man. And in a way, yeah. he becomes a more efficient version because Ben is helping him. He's like, we'll get a radio police scanner and we'll yeah. do this and we'll yeah. do that. And I'll follow, around, I'll follow you around in a van at night. And I'll help, you know, and it's this amazing, like, oh, he was always kind of, these characters are always destined to sort of be who they are. Mm-hmm. And it, it's interesting to like, to, to, to hypothesize, well, what if they didn't lose the, the what if we took away their tragedy? Would they right. still have that right. thing? And, and I like the idea that a character would still be like, I'm still going to be good for the sake of good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and maybe it'll be a little different. Well, yeah. But, yeah, I yeah think, like if yeah. Batman's parents never died, yeah. is yeah. the event of potentially losing his parents enough of a trigger would he for him still to train? decide like, oh, I right. still, still want to save, use his you know, wealth to yeah. try to help Gotham City right, or would right. he be this spoiled, you know, right. like, I love that too. Like are where, where Thomas and Martha were maybe were they shitty people that it was kind of yeah, good exactly. that they died because exactly. he, Bruce always thinks of them as saints. And then there's been some stories recently, even in the Matt Reeves Batman mm-hmm. where they were like, Martha was like mentally ill and they, yeah. you know, yeah. like doing all this stuff to try to make it seem like maybe they weren't so great. And if they had stayed alive, Bruce would have been a spoiled, wealthy mm-hmm. right. guy. Right. I think I that's know. I think that's uh I think that's what comic book movies need at this point because yeah. I Shake feel like I feel yeah, I feel like we're in a moment in which um we have these characters inspired by the movies and I think there is going to be just like Marvel has kind of like created its own parallel universe to the comics, mm-hmm. there's a moment in which the movies are gonna have to make the decision of like, okay, cool, we've told all the really great Superman and Spider-Man stories and everything. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Because this character, there's still a lot to mine from this character. And I think that's what they're doing with Miles is that they're they're setting up this movie um to really kind of break that generational trauma of like yeah. uncle ben dying or like the only thing that can make you great is like this great tragedy mm-hmm. right and i think that's that's uh that that's all very possible like obviously those big traumatic events can trigger something in people but also mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a moment that big in your life in which you decide that you want to be a better person right because yeah. it makes Shouldn't making that it makes making that choice seem so much tougher to do it's like it's 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 almost it almost echoes like making small decisions like okay am I gonna eat better today right yeah. like right you know like I can yeah. make a small decision now that'll that in six months might make me feel a, a thousand times better mm-hmm. and it's these little decisions that you can make throughout your your life that can equate to something bigger right like I'm gonna go to the gym once a week this week and then mm-hmm. maybe twice a week next week and then maybe three times a week mm-hmm. the week after that. And those little choices can build up to bigger things, yeah. which could, which should equally, you know, like affect a superhero in which yeah. like, I don't, I have this Spider-Man ability, but I don't know if I want to use it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll go out once this week. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe like, I didn't like that. Maybe I'll like try it in a different way over here this next week or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's making those big decisions feel a lot less daunting and a lot more manageable when you try to kind of break it down in that, mm-hmm. in that kind of way. 
which is I think just another effective way to tell a superhero story. Like the 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 fact that parents die to become yeah. a superhero is never going to go away. Right. It's always going to be there. Right. But Miles can update that kind of story yeah. to a right. new kind of character which he is. He's like yeah. the new person. Yeah. Yeah. And he even says it in the movie. He's like, "You don't get to tell me what my story is. I'm going to tell that. my story yeah. myself." Do my own Damn. thing. Right? And so I <laughs> oh thought God. that was that oh was God. that was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That was a beautiful moment and it was like I then at that moment he also echoes uh well, what's his name? Miguel echoes what his mom was kind of saying. He was like, "You don't belong here." Yeah, I know. And his mom was like, you don't you, you, let you don't tell people. Yeah, you don't let people tell you where you belong. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, oh my god, this, this is like expert like storytelling this, and weaving here. This one I think felt more like the the mom focused one, and yeah, I bet dude. you part three is going to be Jefferson's going to have a oh, bigger yeah, absolutely yeah. sort of a presence. Yeah. I mean, I think it was you that said it out loud, or like leaned over to Augustine during the the part towards the end. I think you oh, leaned yeah. over and you're like, his dad's already dead in this universe. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yep, yeah. that's and then and that's what's happening. And then I leaned in and I was like. Miles is the prowler. Yeah. yeah. So good. That yeah. that Crazy. the reveal to yeah. have the mural, that hit me hard. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my God. And everything that you guys are talking about, I think is going to be explored in the totally. Well, yeah, what would I Miles so. be like without his dad? Right. We're, right, we're right, gonna right. find out. Mm-hmm. He's the prowler. Yeah. yeah. That it would be bad. That sucked. Yeah. That was hard to yeah. watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this yeah. movie left so many like it was a oh, it was a yeah. good movie, but it left so many strings un untied. Like yeah. there's so many things Can't that wait. are happening. Mm-hmm. I felt kind of um when when the whole Miguel and they were all chasing they were all chasing Miles and everything. Yeah. I couldn't help but think about what Spot was doing because he was yeah. now this ultra mega Yeah, it's like super omega villain. level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. For he sure. was just like this giant destructive force and we're not touching him at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I was that. like I love that. You guys are all fighting, but Spot's like wrecking shit over yeah, there. What are you guys doing here? Decing, nobody was decing. even nobody was even kind of talking <sighs> yeah, about it though. Yeah. But as the movie progressed, I was like, oh well, this oh, is kind of why. Like right. they're they're really kind of building up the relationship between Spider-Man and all of these characters, mm. Miles and all the rest of the Spider-Man. Yeah. And also Gwanda, Gwen yeah. and and Miles, like kind of being in a really complicated situation. Yeah. Right. That like, of course, you kind of have to focus on this before you get to like the resolution of what you're gonna do with a villain like Spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that yeah. the characters that were there were still big parts of the first movie, whether it was Miles's mother or even yeah. Gwen herself, they took the time to do even more character work with those characters oh, in yeah. this movie. It was yeah, really cool. Absolutely. And to get an insight into Gwen's world and the movie kind of like starts in her world. I love that. That's so, I, I don't know. Yeah. It I just think, expanded what they had already done in the first yeah. film so well. I think Peter B. Parker, Jake Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Who's one of my favorites. <laughs> is like, his arc was the first film. Yes. Oh yeah. So I think oh, this yeah. one, his arc is just continuing where it's like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be a good dad, but I'm like, you're kind of figured out. Yeah. He's yeah. supporting character. When has stuff to figure yeah. out. Oh yeah. Miles is obviously the focus. Mm-hmm. I think Miguel O'Hara. Oh, Spider-Man he's got a lot to figure out. He's got a lot to yeah. figure out. Did you guys feel like he was a villain? Because I didn't feel that way. I think he was a complicated no. antagonist. Yeah, totally. I think that he is. Some levels I'm he like, is, you're justified in why you th- think he's, that we yeah. should do things. He's like villainous, should. but yeah. very justified. But I think that, that Miles is going to get yeah. him to understand. Totally. You know, I think, I think Miles is the therapy that Miguel needs. Yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, For sure. It's going to show him that there's other ways of doing what he yeah. wanted to have done. Yeah. And yeah, even yeah, though yeah. he might've missed his, his point is, his time to do that mm-hmm. yeah in his timeline there's still a chance for him to 
better the life of everybody yeah. else. Yeah, and I think he might. He, he, I think he's gonna have like a nice big heroic moment. Yeah. Oh, here's, 100%, here's the other thing 100%. I want to say. I think part two was beautiful and very emotional. Uh-huh. I don't know if anything got me to cry. I'll, I'll report no. back when yeah, I see yeah, the movie a second time. Let me see the movie a second time. I think it's gonna get me. There was definitely moments. Absolutely. I think was it Shea Wiggum who plays Captain, Captain Stacy? Stacy, yeah. So good. anything with those so two, good. great. But oh I think God. this movie is also setting some stuff up. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think part three is gonna yeah. like hit you with some. I don't yeah. think we're gonna lose Jefferson, but I think there's gonna be moments where it's like. Miles and Jefferson are going to have some re- reconciliation. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think that, you know, him bringing back Mahershala Ali to play this uh, alternate version of Prowler, I think there's yeah. going to be some emotional stuff yeah. there. I think Miguel's going to do something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Say absolutely. something. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac's performance is so good. Something's going to happen in part three that's going to make me cry. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the one that's going to hit with this, this these great sort of like in, in, insanely epic and heroic mm-hmm. moments yeah. that yeah. that's with what's that going to score. That's oh. what's going to move me to the tears. Yeah. I think but, what what almost got me was the conversation Miles was having with his mom when she was saying goodbye. Yeah. yeah. I've had that exact conversation with my parents. Yeah. Because my yeah. parents have always been very weary of sending me out into a world where I am a brown man sure. encountering a lot of spaces that I might not be welcome in. Yeah. College. I've told, told you yeah. guys this before. Like yeah. my dad would always check in with me. I didn't know this growing mm-hmm. up or why he was doing it. Now I understand. But he would always ask me, he was like, hey, are, are you okay? Are people being mean to you? Like, are, are, have you noticed anybody like saying something? Not saying that like, like Why watch out for this? like racist people. Right. Yeah. But, but just, he was checking in as a kid like, hey, are you experiencing any kind of yeah. like. Right. And that came from a place of him knowing that and experiencing that because of his immigration mm-hmm. to the yeah. U.S., right? And so I've had those conversations with my parents before moving out or like, you know, and in the transition period of like going to San Diego and like being on my own where they're like, you are good enough to belong anywhere that you want to go. You know, what's crazy too, is that the scene with his mom, Miles and his mom, you could look at that as just straightforward, universal teenager stuff. It is. But the fact is she is a Latina Mm -hmm. and his son is biracial. Exactly. And let's point out the elephant in the room. They saw him chatted up with a beautiful a young girl. white girl. <laughs> yeah. And they're thinking, yeah. where is she taking him? Exactly. He sneaks out of the exactly. room, going into space. Where is he going? Yeah. And is yeah. he being taken care of? And mm-hmm. little do they yeah. know that a Mexican-Irish guy from the future <laughs> is the one who's telling him you don't belong. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's a very diverse and multicultural <laughs> yeah. world he's yeah. stepping into. You know, they go to Mumbatan, sp- yeah. like Spider-Man India, which is incredible. But oh there's still God. this there's still this undercurrent, this theme of like, that's what she's taking care of her little black and brown boy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. what she's saying to him. Yeah. You're going to go out in the world. Okay, you're ungrounded. Yeah. You can go chase her. She seems very nice and she's very beautiful. But where are you going? Yeah. yeah. Where are you going? And where are you going in Chelsea, New York? There's a lot of white people there. Where are you, you know what I mean? Like, where in New York are yeah, you going? Exactly, exactly. What college are you going to NYU? You going to yeah. an improv show? A lot of white people there. Oh Watch God. yourself. Yeah. The bit where he's like, to go talk about going to school in New Jersey, and his mom's like, New Jersey, that's so far. New Jersey, mom. You don't have a license? Well, that's because we're New, really New York. <laughs> She's never moving. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Just some of those moments are just so yeah. incredibly well done. Yeah. Like, so the movie funny. just hits on so many levels. We have to talk about two things. Yeah, okay. yeah we do. I know which one of them is. Number uh-huh. one, the spot pops into the Venom universe. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. With I forget the character's name, but yeah. the woman who runs the, the convenience the gro- store. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Yep. Chen, I think yeah. is her name. Yeah. 
Um, how did we feel about him staying animated, but the scene was live I action? I loved it. Loved I thought it, it was okay. great. Well, that, it was great. well, I think what it does is it establishes the rules. That's the exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly because no matter it, no, if Miles Morales crosses over into the MCU, he'll he will be animated. stay animated, right? And right. vice Which versa. I if Tom love, Holland comes into the Spider Verse, it'll, it'll be Who Framed Roger live Rabbit. Action. It'll, it'll be, it'll be live action. So yeah, I guess you guys are right because a part of me did want. A part of me did would have loved Jason Schwartzman, who voices the spot, mm-hmm. to be in a suit and come through. And it's like, you know, when these characters right. step into the reality of the world, they're that reality. Yeah. But to, that's to, not the rules of this. That's universe. not the rules. But to yeah. go forward, yeah. when they started showing Tobey Maguire footage, yeah. Yeah. And Andrew, and Garfield. Andrew Garfield, I was like, well, this is awesome. Yeah, Are we forgetting too. about the like, original Prowler? Donald oh, Donald, that's the second yep. thing we have to talk about. Yeah. So, holy shit. So that was awesome. And that Insane. was, I feel very conflicted about this. Let me tell you I why. Don't. I'm conflicted because to me, that's definitely the same character yeah. from Spider-Man Aaron Homecoming. Davis. See, to me, that's not. Oh. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to no. be. You're not wrong. Because yeah. J.K. Simmons played every version yeah, of J. Exactly. Jonah Jameson. Right. Exactly. But to me, I'm like, well, now you've teased me with that brilliance. And yeah, I love Donald Glover. better deliver. I love Donald Glover. That now I'm like, okay, in the next live action Spider-Man from Marvel Studios, I better, better see be Donald Glover as the Prowler. But here's the issue. He's Miles' uncle. Yeah. And here's what I'm conflicted about. I'm like, I don't know if I, if I trust Marvel Studios. And frankly, what could they do at this point with a live action Miles that, that would Spider-Verse even come close yeah. to Spider- Right? That's why I'm like, oh. Shamit Moore as Miles is so good. What are I'm they like, going to do? Just do live action adaptation of these movies? Don't no. do that. No. no. And at this point, I'm like, this may be the last time we'll ever see Donald Glover I think as it Prowler. Is. I think I think which, Donald Glover's the type of dude who's like, I'll do it for this one shot. For the animated. I'll do it for the fans. Yeah, I'll do for, it just for, for this. For Spider-Verse yeah, because it's great. Miles. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I'm like, but now if they call him, and the rumors are the next Tom Holland Spider-Man live action movie, mm-hmm. they want to bring in Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. They want to bring in Charlie Cox. They want to make it street level. Yeah. And that's awesome. But I'm like, okay, if Donald Glover gets a call, they're like, hey, Donald, we would love to bring you back. We saw, you know, obviously we know what you did. We, we were aware of you guys doing that for the Sony animated film. We'd love to for you to be in that same costume and be Prowler. And he's like, why? Why would I go up against Tom Holland, Spider-Man? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, we, we set you. Where's we, my nephew? We planted that seed in Homecoming. And he's, he, he, it's like, if he's not the guy, the main bad guy, or if they're not bringing in the nephew, it's like, that's, you know. What are you doing? I don't want to force that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. And Miles in these movies is so good. I'm like, I. For a long time, I was like, hey, man, when they get to Miles Morales in the MCU, it'll be 10 years from now, and it's yeah. going to be great. And now I'm like, I don't, I don't know. they should do it. I don't honestly. know what they could do. I don't think they should do Anything it. they do, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be like, that's shitty. It's shitty compared to the I, animated. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't think they should touch it, especially yeah. at this point, because these yeah. movies are breaking. I think right now would be a yeah, terrible time These movies to do are yeah. breaking so much ground. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. you can't do this. I think they could eventually mm. get to him. Like my my plan for Miles in the MCU yeah. was to have Tom Holland die, right, and then have Miles take over at that at that Not moment. Not controversial. Right? I think it could have been a great story. Which I think yeah. it's more in line with the comics. We could go more the comics route with Miles rather than like mm. into the Spider Verse kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But the way they're setting up Spider Verse, it's tying together mm-hmm. all of the Spider Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MCU mm-hmm. Sony stuff, mm-hmm. whatever whatever we've seen before. Mm-hmm. They even tied in a Venom. Like, you know what? Yeah. You know it's what? insane. Here's, here's a thought I just had as you were describing that, because you're right, Augustine, but here's what I'm thinking. Miles, animated Miles, is the, what do they call him? The, 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 the outlier, what do they call yeah. him? He's uh, like the, yeah, the wild yeah, yeah. card, the, mm-hmm. the unique, the anomaly. What if by the end of Spider-Verse 3, 
he's able to anomaly, like change the thinking of what it is to be Spider-Man so much so that the Tom Holland version, who like, frankly, we might get a cameo of in part three. Like, yeah. it seems like, that. you know, it's like if there's ever going to be more cameos. That's the one. That's it's going to be that. It's going to be yeah. Toby. It's going to be Andrew. Just yeah. a quick little pop in, whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe they're going to, Miles is going to change everyone's thinking so much that they will almost set up the fact that a live action Miles Morales young kid could exist in the MCU mm-hmm. and that in the next Tom Holland Spider-Man, they'll almost pick up that baton, like something that they'll set up with like the uniqueness and specialness that yeah. is Miles, yeah. that he is as much Spider-Man as any Peter Parker and any oh, other yeah. Peter Parker Absolutely. story or Gwen or whoever, that it's like Miles may prove like we don't have to lose our uncles and there can be multiple Spider-Mans and I can break the rules established by Spider-Man that the live action MCU can go, yeah, and here's Miles. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is ta- is describing what Miles is so yeah. well. Yeah, they will pick it up and set him up, <clears throat> and he'll be like, uh, just like now, because originally in the comics Peter died, right? But now in the comics they're both alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah. almost like a Peter B. Parker Miles, right. but almost inverted. Yeah. Well, no, because Miles is still younger. Still and younger. Yeah, but yeah. so it's almost like that. Yeah. So it's like, they, and, yeah. and and honestly, that's what I was thinking because I know that there were discussions after the last Spider Man movie, like, well, Tom Holland might come back and do another trilogy of films. They sure. might do six Spider-Man movies with him. And I'm like, okay, that could work. And maybe in the fifth film, you could just introduce Miles Morales. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever is the thing that leads him to become Spider-Man, you don't necessarily have to get rid of Tom Holland. They can but just coexist in the, the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is crazy, dude? With these rules that are established, Avengers Secret Wars. You know who pops through a portal? Animated Miles Morales. Right. And <laughs> he's jumping seriously. into the action yeah. with live yeah. action, whoever, whoever. Yeah. Yeah. And there's animated and it's Shamik Moore. And he's like, yeah. this is crazy. And then, yeah. you know, and he goes into his portal at the and end of the movie. Yeah. 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 That would be nuts. I, I th- <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? Maybe dude, let's go. Dude. I think that's very ambitious yeah. uh, for these types of movies to set up. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like there's still a lot more legwork that the MCU ha- would have to do in order for mm-hmm. a character, an animated character I, to pop through the scene like that. Yeah. You're but right. Ms. Minutes. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. Not impossible there's, you know, no. It's just interesting how like Spider-Verse, the first one came out broke the internet in half, like Mm -hmm. cracked everybody's brain open. Marvel Studios was like, well, we're jealous. We want to do that too. And they could do it with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. That's the advantage they had. Or maybe these guys were prevented from using them. Maybe. Because as they were making the first movie, maybe Sony or Marvel was like, we're actually, we're going to save that. That's too good. We got to, we got to do that ourselves. Now with this sequel that came out, Miguel commenting on, don't get me started on Dr. Strange and that little, like he's almost commenting on No Way Home. Like, okay, that was cute. Ha ha ha. But we, we did it first and we're doing it better. Yeah. I wonder what Marvel Studios response is going to be. They're going to be, they're going to be so jealous. They're going to be like, can we just share? Can we also, can we just be friends? Well, yeah. And at one point I have to wonder if Kevin Feige isn't just getting on the phone with Lord and Miller and saying like, okay, what are you doing in the third movie? Oh, absolutely. And they should. How can we support it? Oh yeah. How can we support it? And absolutely. And I hope hope it's less like, Ooh, we're going to, we're going to steal some of that playbook. Right. But more like, dude, you guys are amazing. Yeah. Please keep doing this with miles. It's all a celebration for Spider-Man. That's what they wanted to do with Noah Helm. And they did do that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, And we, and we talked about this too (laughs) on the ride home. It's like the advantage of live action versus animation, animation, you just make it. Live action, yeah. it's like you got to coordinate schedules. And can you fly to London? Yeah. Can you fly to mm-hmm. LA? Animation, yeah. it's just like, nah, baby, we're just going to make is, it. This yeah. is the plan. We'll yeah. Where are yeah. you, Daniel? Oh, you live in London? We'll book a recording yeah. booth for you to go about it. Yeah. to London. <laughs> you Oscar, stay there. Oscar, you yeah. have a recording booth at home? Cool. Yeah. Do all your lines in your underwear. Do all your lines in the underwear. It'll help It'll help the scene. Right. Oh, you're, you're in scene. Egypt again filming Moon Knight season two, probably? You can record in Egypt. Yeah, I don't know. Record over there. It's fine. Exactly. 
moral of the story is uh, probably one of the most amazing films that we'll see this year. Can't wait to see Definitely it Definitely a movie that's going to be a top contender for, for the movies. Oscars. It is. Uh, and uh, they deserve all the recognition, all the love. And yeah. if there's any animators on Twitter or any other social media, uh, shout them out, give them love, and uh, I follow respect all, all the their animators work. on this. Anybody I can find, yeah, I any, really do. Anybody yeah. who like puts up their animation on Twitter, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm following you. Yeah, yeah I'm following yeah. all these people. Yeah. they deserve somebody, all the credit. Oh, man. Somebody on Instagram once replied to me, and they're like, Hector, it's so cool how you you just do like little, you grab like great art and you put it in your Instagram stories. Yeah, and they're like, how do you do that? And I was like, I just follow as many of the artists I could yeah. find yeah. anybody who anytime I'm on Twitter and somebody retweets something and they go, yeah, this is in the trailer. I worked on this shot. Yeah. On Spider- yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like yeah. in yeah. like instant follow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. Good for Let you. Your portfolio. I'm a fan. Yeah. Can't wait to see the yeah. movie. You're amazing. I started yeah. following all the, um, all the animators who worked on Klaus first. Mm-hmm. So That's where it kind of started for me. So good. And then I started following all the animators who work at the line animation, which is an amazing, uh, animation studio. And then from then on, it just started like just any so animator. Long. So it, the more animators you follow, the more you'll get suggested. Right. Yeah. And it so, makes social media better. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> it makes my social media so much more pleasant to look at when it's I'm just, just like, like these beautifully animated <laughs> like things. Fascist, fascist, fascist. Yeah. Ooh, that's really great animation. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that analysis. I follow yeah. this one called Frame by Frame Animation. Yeah. And they like take a, a scene and they'll slow it down to like the key poses and the main frames <sighs> and like the the anticipation shots and they'll take uh they'll take like old stuff too like Fleischer cartoons like old yeah. uh, rubber hosey animation yeah. stuff and then they'll break that down too it's nice. so cool dude it's so uh, much fun i want to talk about how their use of the word canon made me so happy oh so great. this is a canon so great. this is a canon, a canon event. event at first i yeah. was like i first i was like not i couldn't wrap my head around like what what's the context of this word yeah and then miguel explains yeah. it i'm like this is brilliant it's just yeah. it's the same with comic book canon oh, yeah, yeah. If it's canon or not yeah when they said like this happened this is asm 90 or, or asm uh uh 90 where mm. captain george stacy and they're showing images from amazing spider-man books. issue number yeah. 90 where Gwen's dad died saving a kid. And I'm, anytime something happened with George Stacy, I'm like, that's, yeah. I remember that comic. I remember learning about that as a kid and then reading yeah. the comic. And then they showed the footage from Amazing Spider-Man where Dennis Leary died. I'm yeah. like, this is, yeah. this is the thing. Yeah. I love that. I love that Yuri Lowenthal voiced himself for a second from the Spider-Man the game. Video game. Yeah. And I love, maybe my favorite is Josh Keaton voiced himself from the spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. I know you love yeah. that cartoon. Yeah. You've never cartoon. seen it. Mm-mm. The best Spider-Man cartoon ever made. Series. Two seasons. Brilliant. That was Josh Keaton. He had one line, and I was just like, like that that <laughs> yeah, felt like yeah. that was for he was spectacular the, the Spider-Man. Little, the little yeah, I know Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the spe- spectacular Spider-Man. Such a great I mean, they showed when his George Stacy died. Mm-hmm. You know, they showed a, or maybe it was his Uncle Ben, but the point is, uh, it makes me so happy as a Spider-Man fan yeah. that they're acknowledged. It's just kind of like Lego Batman. When they go through all the, the Batman yeah. versions, you know, this was you in 1966 and in 1989 right. and in 1992 Dude, and in 1990. Miguel called the Lego Spider-Man. That the was all of us, <laughs> but he never showed up. Yeah. Is yeah. he going to show up? In the third in, one? In the, the, funny, the, funny must, things, the funny thing is, if he does, he's going to be this big. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. when Spot poked his head through, yeah. his head was like, he Huge. was like Gigantic. a human. Yeah. And it was like, oh, the Lego it people. so like Lego proportions. And he's going to be the most powerful Spider-Man. He might show up. That was one of the funniest... I love that part yeah. so much, so good. Such a good part. Because it's Lord yeah. Miller, yeah. the directors Lego. of the Lego yeah. movie. Yep. It's great. God, I turned to you and I said, 
there's going to be a kid who loves Lego so <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> he's going to. And gonna, when they see that moment, moment. It's, it is like an acknowledgement of your imagination. Yeah. Yeah, that kid's totally. going to go home and look at their little Spider-Man minifig and it's be like, him. you're one of the best yeah. ones. <laughs> you are the best one. You're the absolutely, best one. Absolutely. Because Miguel said so. All right, y'all. I think we got to call this because we can talk for Hour hours. 40? Yeah. So good. Hours. So good. Yeah. So good. Loved I think it. the moral of the story is absolutely, without question, go see the movie once, twice. Animation forever. Maybe three times. Animation forever. Um, and if anybody finds out where we can get a 3D Blu-ray copy of this movie oh eventually, uh, our PO sure box is know. blinking up on the screen. Yeah, exactly. Send it to us. Wow. Uh, I, I hope yeah. that they did it to release in some territories because- this movie would be a pain to go back and convert into 3D. If, yeah. if they you, didn't you, do it you just gotta natively, got to render it. Like, it, yeah. Now, it wouldn't now, make sense to put a whole budget for a conversion. Now, now my movie. goal is to become an executive at Sony. I'm going to yeah. spend the next 30 years of my life, 20 years, 15 uh-huh. years, <laughs> trying to achieve that goal. And day uh-huh. one of me becoming CEO of Sony, I'm going to pick up the phone and be like, get me the 3D version of Spy- Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Re-render. Beyond the Spider-Verse. Put those cameras back in there. We're the doing Spider-verse it. Spider-Verse movies in 3D, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. Amazing movie. Definitely check it out. Check out all of our other watch-alongs that we're doing on our Patreon. Check out all of our reactions. We're going to come back and we'll be doing Secret Invasion. It'll be a really good time. I cannot wait. Oh, 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 snap. <gasps> This is, a, this is one way to end this show. Check out all the content that we're making. Make sure you guys look out for the cooking special, which will be coming soon. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. I have the high ground. <laughs>